1: Hey there, paleontologists. How are all my future paleontologists doing out there? I'm Dinosaur George. Welcome to the podcast. Boy, what an amazing weekend we had. As many of you know, I opened up a new a small museum out at Trader's Village in San Antonio, Texas. And this past weekend was our grand opening, and we had listeners come from all over the country. We met some listeners that came from Arkansas, some that came from Alabama, some that came from Houston, from Dallas, from uh, Tyler, from Temple, from, oh my gosh, everywhere, Longview. We had, we had so many opportunities to meet so many of you, and while you were there, I recorded a bunch of uh, interviews. So in this podcast, I'm going to play all of those interviews from all of the young people that stopped by to say hi and to stop in during our grand opening. Now this podcast is going to be a little different. We're going to do a feature creature in just a moment. And then I'm going to jump over to the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group, and I'm going to read all the comments sent there. Then I'm going to play the interviews with all of those young people that stopped by our booth, and they're a lot of fun. You'll enjoy them. I think you guys will enjoy them. They were funny. They were fun. I think you'll enjoy it. And then we will conclude with um, an interview I did with one of our Patreon members, Sean, and that was a very good interview Sean's a very smart young man. So we won't won't do any questions and answers, and we won't do any who would wins for this particular one because I've got so many interviews that I want to include. But we'll get back to the regular, typical um, uh, schedule before. So let's jump right into our feature creature. It's time for our feature creature segment. If you would like to suggest a creature, go to the Dinosaur George Kids podcast page at DinosaurGeorge.com or post your suggestion on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group page. Now, here is your feature creature. The feature creature for this podcast is Coelophysis. What an amazing dinosaur and a very important dinosaur. Coelophysis was really one of the first bigger dinosaurs. It showed up in the late Triassic period. That was between 212 and 196 million years ago. So Coelophysis is really one of the first taller theropods, the meat-eating dinosaurs. Now, the name Coelophysis, and that's a hard word to pronounce because when you look at it, sometimes it looks like Coelophysis, but Coelophysis In English, those words mean hollow form. What's hollow form? Well, hollow means there's nothing in the middle. Like, for instance, if um, let me think of something that's hollow in the middle. Um, I can't. Well, a ball, a ball, a bouncy ball is hollow in the middle. That means there's nothing inside. Or maybe a balloon would be a better example. A balloon there, there's air inside, but there's nothing else. So that means it's hollow. It means there's a solid shape on the outside and really nothing on the inside. And then form is basically another word for bone in this case. Hollow bone is kind of sort of what coelophysis means. Now, this is, is not a big dinosaur compared to others, This dinosaur is three meters long. That's almost ten feet long, about nine point eight feet long. So that's still big. It's longer than you and I are. It didn't weigh very much though. Remember, its name means hollow form or hollow bone or hollow skeleton. It only weighed fifteen kilograms. That's only thirty three pounds. That's the weight of a little of a of a of a young person. So this dinosaur is incredibly fast. It's not heavy. It's made to be fast. It it was discovered in the southwestern part of the United States and South Africa. Now, wait a minute. If you look at a map, southwest United States and Africa, South Africa, aren't even close to each other. How could this dinosaur be found in those two places? Was it taking a boat and sailing across to South Africa? No. Was it flying an airplane from South Africa to Southwest U.S.? No. How did it get there? It walked. Wait a minute. It walked from the United States to South Africa? How is that possible? There's an ocean between those two continents. Aha. Because those continents used to be connected. Remember at the beginning of the age of dinosaurs, all of the land is still connected in one gigantic landmass. It's one giant place called Pangea. Remember that? So you could walk from southwestern the United States over to Africa. You could walk from Africa to South America, South America to Antarctica, Antarctica to Australia. You can't do that anymore because the ocean separated it, because the land is always moving. Land is moving all the time. All the land on the earth is still moving. We can't feel it. We can't see it because it moves just a tiny little fraction every now and then. Well, when Coelophysis existed, it could walk from southern United States to South Africa. That's why we find it in those two places. Now, it lived in the late Triassic period. That's, like I said, 212 to 196 million years ago. And by the way, for all of you, if you ever see when they're talking about ages of animals and you see the letters M-Y-A, like they'll show a number and then write M-Y-A. M-Y-A means million years ago. So if you see... 196-MYA, that means Excuse me, 196 million years ago. It was a biped. It walked on two legs. It could not walk on four legs. Its front arms are not made for, for supporting its weight. All of its weight is on its hind legs, and it was a carnivore. Now, the reason why coelophysis is so important is this is an example of a dinosaur that was competing with a bunch of other animals. These big crocodilian-looking creatures, Postasuchus, big, heavy-duty, uh, mammal-like reptile, meaning that it had longer legs, and these things were big and they were powerful, and yet Coelophysis survived with it. How? Because Coelophysis Had all the advancements of a dinosaur. Dinosaurs are not like lizards. Dinosaurs are not like crocodiles. Crocodiles and lizards are relatively slow moving reptiles whose legs stick out to the side of their body. They're not made for speed. Yes, they can move quickly for a short distance, but they can't keep it up very long. But dinosaurs come along, like Coelophysis. Long legs that go straight down beneath its body. They don't stick out to the side. Really, Coelophysis's legs are closer to yours and mine than they are a reptile. Now, that doesn't mean we're dinosaurs, but our legs are more similar to a dinosaur than they are to a crocodile. So, Coelophysis had speed. It had a relatively light body, which means it could move quickly. It had big eyes. Forward facing eyes. That means the eyes look straight ahead. Because it was fast, because it was tall, it could see farther, it had better eyesight. This made Coelophysis a super predator of that time. No, it's not giant, but it doesn't have to be giant. It can get to the food faster than reptiles, it can see food farther than reptiles. It can chase food down better than reptiles. This was the turning point in the history of life on Earth. Coelophysis and the other Triassic dinosaurs were changing the game. They were too good. They were too effective. They were too fast. They were much smarter. They were, at that time, the super predator. And that's why dinosaurs took over the world. Because dinosaurs like Coelophysis started off with a bigger advantage than everything else around them. Oh, Postosuchus was giant, but Spinos—I mean, spinous, Coelophysis didn't care. So what that you're stronger than me? You can't catch me. You can't get to the food faster than me. I can catch the food long before you get there. In fact, I'm so fast, I might rush in and steal your food. So Coelophysis was amazing. And here's the thing that makes Coelophysis such a remarkable animal is the discovery of a bunch of skeletons at a place called Ghost Ranch, New Mexico. Ghost Ranch, that's the name of the ranch. No, there was no ghost living on that ranch. But that's just what they named the ranch, Ghost Ranch. Well, they found hundreds, hundreds Of coelophysis skeletons all piled up on top of each other. It appeared that they were trying to cross a river, and maybe the river was flooding. And when they all went into the river to swim to the other side, that seems okay. But once you get a bunch of them in the water, they start panicking and stepping on each other, and the next thing you know, you're drowned. So they found babies, adults, young adults. Teenagers, whatever you want to call them, everything from babies on up to adults. We know so much about coelophysis because so many skeletons exist. But they found something super cool. They thought they found the skeleton of a baby coelophysis in the stomach of another one. And they said, aha, these were cannibals. A cannibal means an animal that eats other animals from its same family. So like um, if you were having a party and your mom decided to cook Uncle Joe for lunch, I don't recommend eating Uncle Joe, but I'm just saying that would mean you're a cannibal because Uncle Joe is a human and you ate another human. That's gross. Poor Uncle Joe. If you actually have an Uncle Joe, tell him, sorry, Uncle Joe, but if I was you, I wouldn't come around here because we're thinking about having a barbecue this weekend. (laughs) So. So they thought coelophysis was a cannibal. It ate a baby coelophysis. Well, later, scientists looked closer and said, nope, that's not what happened. That baby was not inside of the other one's stomach. It's just that the bones made it look like that because the bones were all jumbled up. See, when the animals all died in the water and their bodies floated down the river, sometimes when there's a big curve in a river, or called a bend in a river, if things are floating, sometimes they get stuck at that bend. It happens with trees. It happens with dinosaurs. So they're all floating, which means their bodies are all piling up on top of each other. And then crocodiles show up to eat some of it and everything's chewing on them and the water's mixing them all up, and their skin's coming off, and their bones are getting mixed up. Think about this, you guys. If you had 100 puzzles, imagine if you took 100 different kinds of puzzles, threw them in a big pile, and mixed up all the pieces. You would have hundreds or thousands of pieces of puzzle all jumbled up. Think how hard it would be to separate all those pieces and put the bones back together. Well, that's what they have with coelophysis. So you can understand why they thought a, one had eaten a baby. It didn't eat the baby. It just turns out that the bones got all jumbled up and mixed up, like I said, with the puzzle. So coelophysis was probably not a cannibal. It might, they might eat each other when things are tough. That may be possible because we see that with modern animals, but I don't think that's what they do. Dinosaurs are just like all other animals. The most important thing, well, there's two important things if you're a dinosaur. One is to survive, and two is to have babies. Those are the important things that all animals do. And so they're not going to eat their babies. That They're working hard to try to raise their babies. Maybe when things were really bad, let's say, Uh, It doesn't rain for a very, very long time and there's no food. You know, they could, I guess they could eat their babies, but that's really not something I think dinosaurs would do very often. They would eat somebody else's babies, but probably not their own. Coelophysis is remarkable. It is a remarkable dinosaur, very lightly built. Like I said, it's three meters long. It's, It's almost 10 feet long, and yet it only weighs 15 kilograms or 33 pounds. So you could have picked one of those up, but I wouldn't recommend it. Especially if your name is uncle Charlie. did I say uncle Charlie, is that what I said? They're going to, you're going to eat uncle Charlie or did I say Uncle Dave? I can't remember now, whoever it is. Let's just hope you do not turn into coelophysis, but if coelophysis don't eat their family, maybe being a coelophysis would be fun. I think it'd be fun to be able to run as fast. So, That is our feature creature, Coelophysis, a remarkable dinosaur with a very, very long tail, which helped it balance its body. Have you guys ever been on, uh, some kids call them a seesaw, some people call them a teeter-totter. You know what I'm talking about. It's a long piece of wood where one person sits on one end and one person sits on the other, and you go up and down. Well, if you both weighed the same amount, that board would be level. It wouldn't go up or down. It would stay right in the center. That's because you would be balanced. Well, think of coelophysis as that. One of you would be its head. One of you would be its tail. Its tail weighed the same amount as its head. So they were balanced. That gave them fast speed That long tail would help them change directions quickly, sharp claws on each hand, sharp claws on their feet. This thing was made for killing prey. And because they found all of those together, that means these dinosaurs probably hunted and lived together in packs. And maybe the packs were big. Listen, that was a big bunch that died. So maybe those, maybe they lived in really large packs. Imagine a group of Coelophysis walking together in a line. They're walking through a meadow. Well, as they're walking, tiny little bugs and little mammals and insects and other little reptiles are scurrying to get away. And the coelophysis are grabbing them as they're trying to run. So, here is your project. If you'd like to do do a project, here's your project. I would like for you to draw a picture of some carnivores. It doesn't have to be coelophysis, you can do it with T Rex or anything. But I want you to make a line of meat eaters that are walking together, chasing prey. If you want to do it with your toys, then line up your meat eaters in a line and make them look like they're walking in a line. You can put some plant eaters in front running the other way. If you're a good artist, you want to draw it, draw some coelophysis or draw some meat eaters walking in a row and have little things running away from them like little lizards and snakes and little furry mammals. That's what I think Coelophysis would do. Walk together in a group to chase the prey out so they could grab it and catch it. So that is your project if you would like to do that. All right. Um, I want to give a couple of shout outs. I, I got an opportunity to do a bunch of birthday parties recently um, where people hire me to do a virtual birthday party. When somebody has a birthday they hire me and I come on and they invite all their friends and they get a private lesson. So a shout out to all of the birthdays that I've done the last couple of weeks. I've done so many of them. I I don't have everybody's name, but a shout out to all of you. And if any of you would like for me to do a private lesson, here is something for you.
2: Hey kids. You can have a private virtual lesson with Dinosaur George. Have him speak at your birthday party or have a lesson just for you. Lessons last 45 minutes and are available to all countries and time zones. Visit our store at DinosaurGeorge.com and order your own private lesson today.
1: All right, we're going to jump over to the Dinosaur George Kids page where we've received so many cool pictures. So let's jump into it. Felix, little Felix hid 19 dinosaurs in his backyard and he's playing hide-and-seek. And And he also put a volcano. There's a picture. There's a picture of, uh, let's see. Oh, I see a bunch of them. I see some of them hiding. I see, oh, what do I see? Is that ankylosaurus and stegosaurus and... Oh, this is great. And I love how you set those up. Shout out to you, Felix. That's super cool. That's really cool. And then Max. Max set up a great scene with all of his prehistoric life. They are all sitting on these beautiful white rocks. I see a saber tooth. It looks like a triceratops. It looks like a quetzalcoatlus. This is really nice. It's a dinosaur museum. Max created a dinosaur museum. Love it. It's great. Nicely done. And then Max sent a cool picture of Ornithochiris catching a fish. I love that. I love that. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Max, did you put me in that picture? Am I being attacked by an Ornithochiris? Max, you rotten little kid! You have me in there screaming help. Why am I getting eaten? Oh, you naughty little kid. That's hilarious. All right, then my little buddies, Joshua and Lucas said, when can we find you at trader's village? We will be moving to Virginia in August, but the kids wanted to visit one more time. Well, mom, dad, Joshua and Lucas, let me look at my schedule and let me tell you when the next time I am going to be at trader's village. The reason why I'm not there every day is because I speak out at the San Antonio Zoo a lot. So I know that this Saturday, which will be July 3rd, I'm speaking at 11 and 2 o'clock at the San Antonio Zoo. So that means I will be at Trader's Village by about 3 o'clock. No, probably later, probably 3.30. And then it looks like I will be out there Sunday, July the 11th all day. I'll be out there Sunday, July 11th all day. And then looks like Saturday, July 17th, I will be out there from about 11 o'clock until five. So those are some of the days I'll be out there and I'll, I'll post that also on the page so that you guys can see it. All right. Uh, let's see. And again, thank you all for coming out to the grand opening. That was the best. Now Rita drew a beautiful picture of a Demetrodon. I like this one, Rita. I like this one a lot. Really good colors. Each one of the sale spikes is a different color. This is really, really nice. That's great. And then Isabel wrote and said, when will the podcast from Sunday's Sundays interviews at Traders Village be posted? It's going to be posted in about an hour, my little friend, Isabel. What do you think of that? Mariana drew a beautiful Dimitrodon too. I like this one, too. Beautiful blue colors for the body. Nice red sail. Love it. Love it, love it. Then Lucas wanted to share his Dimetrodon and a cutie T-Rex dinosaur, a cutie T-Rex with Dinosaur George. Okay. All right. First of all, love your Dimetrodon. Love it. Second of all, I see that little cutie T-Rex, but that thing better not be eating me. That better be giving me a love hug. Lucas, you better make sure that thing doesn't eat me. I love those pictures. Nicely done. All right, Malcolm, age six, wants to know, how long does it take to excavate a dinosaur skeleton? What if it takes so long that it makes you late for dinner and (laughs) toothbrushing? How do they do it in one day? Well, First, let me tell you, let me answer that question for you, Malcolm. And by the way, Malcolm, I love your picture. Malcolm is completely surrounded by dinosaurs, completely surrounded. So how long does it take? It depends on two things. How big the dinosaur is and what kind of matrix it's in. Matrix means the dirt or rock that covers it. See, sometimes they're in soft dirt. When they're in soft dirt and they're a small dinosaur, Malcolm, we can take them out in a day. But if the rock, if it's in solid rock and we have to break away and chip away the rock, that can take a very long time. Sometimes they spend years digging it up. It just depends on how big it is how much equipment they can get to the site and how hard the matrix is. Uh, Also, how do paleontologists know how to put the dinosaur bones together if they only find one little part at a time? What if it's the first part of a new dinosaur and they don't know that? Would they ever put, put it in the wrong dinosaur? Yes, they would. And yes, that can happen. But here's the deal, Malcolm. A paleontologist studies the shape of bones They know what the shape of a bone is. They study all the bones that other paleontologists have dug up. They know which bone it is, and it helps them figure out which kind of dinosaur it goes to. So as they are digging it up, they usually know what it is. But yes, there are times that bones can be jumbled up in a mess, and sometimes they put the wrong bones together. That can happen. That can happen. Malcolm, great pictures. Love that picture, by the way. Okay, ah, my little friends, Zolly, Daisy, and Fletcher. These are my little friends from Australia who I miss so much. You guys, I miss you so much on the podcast. I hope to see you soon. They posted a picture explaining a keratin covering. That is beautiful. You've got to go look at this picture. This appears to be the skull of some sort of ram. And you see the skull in the mud, and you see a white horn sticking out of the mud. But then, next to it, you see the keratin covering that fit over the horn. The keratin covering is made of the same stuff our fingernails are made of. And there we see what happens when a dinosaur dies. The keratin covering usually comes off and it will slowly decompose. The bone, if it's buried, will turn to stone. So this is a beautiful picture. Tara, thank you so much for posting this. This is an excellent example, an excellent example of a keratin covering. All right. Uh, uh, Samadarshi. Samadarshi. Yes, yeah, Samadarshi. Age seven wants to know if Tarbosaurus had binocular visions. Well, hi, buddy. How are you? Yes, Tarbosaurus is like Tyrannosaurus Rex. In fact, Tarbosaurus is sort of the Asian Tyrannosaurus, their cousins, they're very closely related. Tarbosaurus had eyesight like Tyrannosaurus Rex, where they could see what's in front of them. That made them better hunters, and that's what you call binocular vision. That's a great question, buddy. Thanks for writing in. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, cool. And this is from uh, Samar, who is six years old. Samar writes, um, It is a scene from Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 3. The volcano erupting. uh, Oh, this is great. So Samar, Samarasaurus, who likes to be called Samarasaurus, Samarasaurus drew a beautiful picture. I love this. I love the fireballs coming out of the volcano. I like that big brachiosaurus, and it looks like a T-Rex, and I see pterosaurs making a run for it. Love the lava. Oh, that's a great picture. I love that a bunch. All right, this next question is from Rigdon, who likes to go by Riggy Raptor uh Riggy Raptor wants to know what dinosaurs lived in Arizona, and were there any mosasaurs in Arizona? Well, first of all, love your picture, Riggy Raptor. Love all of your artwork. You did great job. Those are very good drawings. I like that you put them in a little book too. That's very good um. I know that Arizona had dinosaurs. The first one that always comes to mind is Dilophosaurus. That's the first one I think of. But there was a bunch of other ones in Arizona as well. But I think the formations in Arizona that they find, they find a lot of Permian, so that's before the age of dinosaurs. And then they find some late Triassic, or early, I mean, late Jurassic. And so I know they had Jurassic dinosaurs. I don't think Arizona Well, let me rethink this. There's a place in Arizona called the Tonto National Forest. I went there once and found fossilized coral. That coral means that Arizona was covered by ocean. Were there mosasaurs during that time? I don't know. I think it was covered by ocean much earlier than the age of dinosaurs. I think during... During the Mesozoic, I don't think it was under the ocean. So I don't know if Mosasaurs lived there or not. But that's a great question, Rigoraptor, and I sure like your artwork. It's excellent. All right, let's see. Um, uh, Johnny, age seven, says, we just discovered your podcast this weekend on a road trip from Montana to South Dakota. Woohoo! And Johnny loves it. Well, Johnny, here's a shout-out to you, and I'm glad you do. Said he can't get enough. We have recently been exploring any dinosaur exhibit we can find. This weekend, Johnny made small dino work out of the STEM Center at the Journey Museum in Rapid City. You did an excellent job. Johnny, I can see that table, and you really have got a bunch of dinosaurs, and you did an excellent job. I'm glad that you and your family found this podcast. I'm glad that you enjoyed, and I hope that you enjoy your shout-out that you're getting right now. All right, then my friend Cherie sent some pictures, really good pictures, of the grand opening when they came out to visit, and this was so cool. Avi came out. Avi was a riot. Avi's always funny. Avi came out, and as a matter of fact, I did an interview with him. You're going to hear it in just a minute. And so you guys, it was great seeing you all. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. It was great seeing you. Then... Excuse me. Emery wanted to share us the rest of our pictures from our trip. We are in love with San Antonio. Oh, Emory, I'm so glad you liked the city. And I had such a good time. You guys were amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, Emery was on uh, my podcast or on one of the interviews I did on Facebook Live, I think. I think it was Facebook Live. It was great. Okay. Hunter Saurus Rex is five today. Happy birthday, little Hunter Saurus. Five years old on June 27th. So that was only a couple of days ago. Happy birthday to Huntosaurus Rex. Happy birthday to Huntosaurus Rex. Happy birthday, dear Huntosaurus Rex. Happy birthday to you. Boy, that was beautiful, wasn't it? Happy birthday to you, honey. And I really really like the pictures of you seeing all those cool dinosaurs. Those are just great. Those are great. And mom, you can send as many pictures as you want. These look great. I hope you had a good birthday, honey. Um Oh, good. I hope you guys come out to the museum cuz I'd love to see you. All right. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. This is hilarious. These pictures, there are so many cool pictures on here that I just absolutely love. Um, these things are great. These are really, really great pictures, which I think are just absolutely fascinating. And um, one of the things that was cr- I was cracking up about earlier is Isabel wanted to know when we were going to do the podcast, when I'm going to re- do a recorded podcast. And she has all these pictures. One is painting a baby. One, she and I were looking at a pterosaur then a picture of she and I doing the interview together and then a picture of her riding on a Parasaurolophus. okay that is the coolest thing I've ever think that's cool all right Max says he thinks concavenator is a cool dinosaur uh ooh you know what that's a good that's a good dinosaur to do it that's a good one to do and then Max drew this awesome picture of concavenator fighting an ankylosaurus I love the picture I Wait a minute. Who is in between concavenator and ankylosaur? Who is stuck? Max, you rotten little kid. You put me in the middle of a fight between concavenator. You stinking kid. (laughs) I love your picture. Thank you for putting me in the middle of that fight, you little stinker. Hopefully, I hope I don't get killed. Uh, My little buddy Maloraptor. Uh, says, thank you for the shout out on Galamimas podcast. You're welcome, honey. And could you do one on Cetacosaurus? Hey, that's another good dinosaur. That's a very good dinosaur. I think I'll try to do that one. Uh, Malaraptor. I will certainly try to do it. I'll try my best to do it anyway. Um, all right, let's see. <laughs> that's so cool. Uh, Russell sent a great dinosaur scene. Russell, love your dinosaur scene. You've got all your dinosaurs laid out and you have plants next to them. They look so real. This is really cool. I like that a lot. That is awesome. Awesome. And then Reed. Reed was excited to get back from vacation to find his raptor claw and T-Rex tooth in the mailbox. Well, Reed, welcome to the Tyrannosaurus Rex Club, my little friend. I am so glad you're a member of the club. I hope to see you in some of the lessons. I just sent out information about the next lesson Welcome to the club, and what a great smile you have when you get to hold those cool things. Then my buddy, Rody put out a bunch of pictures of his fossils. He's got a really good collection. Rody. that collection keeps growing all the time. It is so cool. Uh, Russell completed his Microraptor assignment. Nicely done. He drew a beautiful picture of a Microraptor swooping down to catch its prey. And who is his prey? Well, it looks like it's me. Russell you little stinker you little stinker you have a micro raptor landing on me is pr- you little stinker i love your micro raptor by the way russell also wants to know do scientists know what color spinosaurus was in real life like they do with micro raptor no they don't russell because they've never found a spinosaurus fossilized in the great condition that a microraptor was so they they don't know the color of spinosaurus but who knows what the future who knows what the future will hold who knows what the future will hold all right my little stinkers so i would love for you to follow me on the dinosaur george kids group page on facebook it's not the dinosaur george page that's my page too But that's not the page where kids post all their pictures. So if you would like to send me pictures, like, for instance, I told you the project for today's podcast. If you would like to send me a picture of all of your meat eaters lined up in a row, you can do it outside in the grass to make them look like they're outside. Or you could do it in your room and you can make a couple of plant eaters in front, but make sure they're running the other way. This isn't a battle scene. This is a chasing scene. If you're a good artist, I hope you can draw some uh, Coelophysis walking in a row, show some little animals trying to run away from them, like little lizards and snakes. But whatever you do, do not put me in the picture where I get eaten, you little stinkers. All right. um, In a moment, uh, you're going to hear all the interviews now from out at our grand opening. I hope you enjoy it. But in the meantime, I hope you'll think about becoming a Patreon Club member, and here's some information about that. Become a member of the Dinosaur George Patreon Club and join the fun. We offer different club levels, each with their own set of benefits. Private lessons, new discoveries, behind the scene access, and much more are all part of being a club member. Visit dinosaurgeorge.com and sign up today. All right, my friends, let's listen in to some of those cool interviews I did out at my new museum at Trader's Village in San Antonio, Texas. I had the best treat in the world today because my two nephews came by to say hello. Boys, introduce yourself. Tell everybody your names. Hello,
3: my name's Gregory Shapavlov. Hello, my name's Nathaniel Shapalov.
1: Now, I've known you two from when you were tiny, tiny little boys. Your family, your dad and your mom, they're like family to me, and so are you. So you guys are so excited to get to see both of you. How have you guys been? Awesome. Now, where's your stinky older brother?
3: Uh, He's over at Philmont.
1: What is that?
3: It's 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 a big mountain where they hike up. And they hike like twelve or like six miles every day, and then set up camp. And then one, in the morning, they break down camp, go back. Oh! They keep on going up till they get to the top. That's when they start going down.
1: That is the coolest thing. Have you guys? Now you guys went camping not too long ago, right? You go camping all the time. Yes. You guys are both scouts, is that right? Yes. What are some of the things you do in scouting? What do you get to do?
3: we do camping we do um we do like a whole bunch of water sports we do merit badges that are fun like uh sign signals and codes um also fingerprinting nice awesome
1: that's so cool that's very cool now you guys went I, i know you went on vacation and i saw you were building it looked like you built a little house out of snow did you guys... what? Tell me about that. I saw pictures on your mom's Facebook page. Were you building, like, an igloo, or what were you doing?
3: So, so our first thought was we should build an igloo, and we started building stuff, and instead of using blocks at that point, we right. started just taking snow and putting it together and building up and up.
1: Oh, nice. And close to the last day, we built it fully, and it was so strong,
3: because it melted so a and then... It, Rose, oh! like,
1: super strong. Oh, so it turned into, like, ice concrete. Yes. Oh, now, was it warmer inside than outside? Yes. Isn't that amazing? Yes. You would think if it was made of snow and ice that it would be freezing inside, but that, that's how people survive, right, when they get into places like that? Yes. That is cool. So what else have you been doing? What else have you done this summer? Anything fun?
3: Um, we, besides camp, we've gone to... Uh, we've done a lot of camp. I've helped out my little brother at camps, actually. And he nice. had fun with that. Uh, swimming, I'd say. Um,
1: that's so yeah. That is So, so far, good.
3: that's what we done.
1: Right. That is so much fun, though, and it's so cool. And I am so... One of the things I love about your family is that you guys always do stuff outdoors. A lot of kids either don't have the opportunity or they're not interested in doing stuff outdoors. A lot of kids like to spend all day inside playing video games, and those are fun, but if you get to go outdoors, you get to see so many things, you get to learn so many cool things, that's what I love about you boys and your family, is that you always do stuff outdoors.
3: Yeah. The outdoors is like our whole world, and it is.
1: And what a great way to put it. That's absolutely right. So, what about fishing? Do you guys like to go fishing?
3: We love going fishing. I've never caught a fish, but I love fishing. Hey,
1: you know what? If you've never caught a fish, that means you never had to clean the body to eat it. So good for you. You just don't like to clean your own fish. (laughs) Yeah, I like to go fishing. I go fishing at the store when I buy fish. (laughs) Those are the ones I catch. You know, one of the things I would love to do with you guys, and maybe we can do it this summer. I have a secret fishing spot on the coast in the ocean. And I guarantee you, if I take you with us, with me, You will catch so many fish, you won't believe it. And so we need to go do that. One of the things, one of the reasons why I like to go there is I catch so many different kinds of fish. The last time I was there, I caught 14 different species of fish. I caught a puffer fish. When I brought it out of the water, it puffed up. I'm like, what's this? (laughs) It was a puffer fish. So I caught all kinds. So maybe we'll be able to go one weekend. We'll get to go sneak down there, and I'll take you guys out there. We'll wait till Tim gets back from his hiking trip, and then we'll all go down there with your dad. That'd and be
3: awesome. How is
1: your mom and dad doing? Or is everybody doing good?
3: They're all having fun. They're all enjoying life like always. They're, it's it's being it's awesome.
1: That's that's good. What a great family you guys have. So I love you guys so much. And like I said, you guys are like nephews to me. In fact. Um, What's so cool, I, had a, I built a new house, and you were the first guest ever to come to my house, and your mom was the first person to cook a meal in my house. <laughs> Remember when you guys came over for dinner? Yes. So your mom cooked the very first meal in my house for me, and it, it made it so special because, like I said, you guys are family. And so it was so cool. And then, uh, so you were my first guests, and that was my first meal in my house that somebody cooked. Because before that, I just kept picking up fast food because I was too lazy to cook. (laughs) So, we got to figure out when you guys can come back again.
3: Yeah, Yeah. that was so much fun. I want to do it again.
1: Well, we got to figure out how to go fishing. I would love to take you guys fishing. You'd enjoy that so much. Me too. One of the things that I love to do is I have a net that you throw out into the water, a cast net. You can catch some of the coolest things. I catch tiny little crabs. I picked up one, and I thought he was so tiny that I could pick him up. That little stinker pinched me so hard on the hand I screamed and threw him back out in the water. (laughs) He was tiny. I didn't think he had that much power. He got me good. So we can go do that. We can uh, throw out a net and see what kind of uh, life we can catch. I love to turn over rocks in the ocean because you can see tiny little shrimp and little crabs that all live in there. Oh, it is so much fun. And since you guys like the outdoors, I think that would be the perfect way to spend the day. Yes. All right, boys. It's great seeing you. Hey, what did you think of the museum? Did you get to see very much before I grabbed you and pulled you out here?
3: Yes, yes. It, I love the museum. I, I think a lot of people should come here. It's just awesome. They get to learn and they could get some new stuff and maybe learn about those dinosaurs. It's just a great place to learn.
1: What? Well, I'm gonna have to put you on the payroll. <laughs> I need to. I need to start sending you a check. <laughs> I may steal that and use it as my soundbite for my for my internet service. Well, you guys are always so much fun, and I appreciate you both taking time to sneak out here and talk to me. And uh, I think we should go back in and look around. What do you think?
3: Yeah, sure.
1: Good job, thank you, boys. Thank you. All right, I am out here at Trader's Village, and guess who happened to come up? It's Isabel. Isabel, how are you doing, sweetie? Good. Who is your favorite dinosaur? T Rex. No way. You like that naughty T-Rex? I think he would have liked you, too. You would have been a chicken nugget. Do you want to be a chicken nugget for a T-Rex? No. Come on, kid. Where's your sense of adventure? (laughs) So you like T-Rex. Now, how come you like T-Rex?
4: Because they roar loud.
1: Yeah, you're right. I bet they did. They probably sounded like a chicken.
4: No, they don't.
1: Well, that sounded pretty funny. Uh, maybe they sound like a cow. Moo. Nope. Oh, maybe they sound like a kid. I want candy! I want... Isn't that what a kid says?
5: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you like T-Rex. Now, what about plant eaters? Do you like any of the plant eaters? No.
4: I like Stegosaurus. Oh,
1: I love Stegosaurus. What does Stegosaurus have on its back?
4: Spines.
1: And a girl. Nicely done. And what does it have on its tail? Nicely done. What do they use them for, do you know?
4: To defend themselves.
1: Not a girl. Really, what they would do is they would put a marshmallow on the end of them and then roast them over a campfire.
4: No,
1: they wouldn't. Oh. Well, they would put a hot dog on them and they would roast them over a campfire.
4: No, they would not.
1: Oh. Well, they would take them out and pick their teeth after they ate their dinner. No, they would not. Okay. How come you know more about dinosaurs than me, kid? (laughs)
4: They don't eat hot dog. They don't eat marshmallows They don't eat anything like humans
1: Uh, Well, I do know that they like chicken nuggets No, they don't Yeah, when I dug one up, it left a note on a piece of paper It wrote, I like chicken nuggets
4: No, they don't
1: uh, And then it died
4: <laughs> No, they did not
1: You don't believe me? Okay, I think that's the greatest story I've ever told in my life I like Stegosaurus too I think Stegosaurus is cool What about the big long necks? Do you like them? Yeah Yeah, they're pretty cool, aren't they? Would you like to have one for a pet? Yes. Uh, Okay, you were going to say no, and then you changed your mind and said yes. That's a pretty good plan. Well, I like them very much. So if you got to go back in time, and you got to see a dinosaur, who would you want to see? T-Rex. Kid, are you crazy? What kind of a stinking kid wants to go see a T-Rex? You know, why are you such a naughty child that you want to go see a T-Rex? I don't know. Would you take your mom or dad with you? Yes. Both of them? Yeah. Uh, Okay, here's what you do. If a T-Rex is chasing you, trip your dad and run like crazy. That's how to survive. Does that sound like a good plan? No. Okay, come on. I love that plan. Nope. Uh, Please, you can get rid of dad. You and mom can make a run for it? Nope. Oh, kid, I'm trying to help you. What is wrong? Nope. (laughs) So do you have a question you would like to ask me? Do you have any questions about dinosaurs?
4: Do they eat steak?
1: Oh, well, steak is meat. And so, yes, now, like your favorite T-Rex, he's a steak eater. Uh, Raptors eat steak. They like steak very much. Allosaurus, my favorite dinosaur, eats steak. Uh, Stegosaurus likes marshmallows. We learned that. Uh, No, they don't. Wait, what? Did you try to sneak that in on me, kid?
4: No. Nope. Okay, you're I... the
1: one that said they eat marshmallows. It wasn't me. I was like, "No, they don't." And no, you were you, like, Stay, you... "They eat marshmallows." And I'm like, "No, they don't, child."
4: You said you said they roast marshmallows on the tails. Uh,
1: I did not say that. Yes, you did. Why would you accuse me of that, child? Okay, <laughs> so okay, well then I think you said it. So, anyway,
4: <laughs> you said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. So, yes, dinosaurs meat eaters like steak cuz steak is meat, right? So they eat meat. That's very good. What other question do you have? Anything else? No. Well, I am so glad you came out here today. Have you been in the museum yet? Have you gone inside? Uh, no. Oh, I've got a T-Rex skull. I've got a Spinosaurus skull. I've got a skunk that you get to kiss.
4: Ew, no, you're not saying that Oh, okay
1: I have a porcupine you get to ride on Nope,
4: nope, nope, nope
1: Uh, nope. What is wrong with you, child? I'm doing all these great things for you (laughs) No. You don't want to kiss a skunk and ride a porcupine? Well, you're you're no fun whatsoever, child
4: Skunks are stinky and porcupines can hurt you
1: Oh, did you just say I smell like a skunk? (laughs) No Is that what you said, kid? (laughs) Okay, first she comes up. She's like, do you know Stegosaurus puts marshmallows on its tail? And then she called me a skunk. What kind of kid are you?
4: (laughs) you, I did not call you a skunk.
1: Oh, okay. Well, somebody did. Anyway. (laughs) You said. (laughs) So I've got uh, a Myasaurus skull in there. I've got a Diabloceratops, which is a cousin of Triceratops. I have a foot from a big meat eater called Acrocanthosaurus. There's a lot of things. You got to go in there and check it out, all right? All right, I'm so glad you came out here. And again, you taught me something new. Stegosauruses roast marshmallows <laughs> no, on they do their. Not. Tail. I didn't teach you and anything. That's anything. what we learned today, my friend. My little friend taught us that Stegosauruses roast marshmallows. They don't. Okay, well it was a good plan anyway. <laughs> what is your name, sweetie? Jane. What is it? Jane. Oh, that's right, Jane, because you got to see a skeleton of a dinosaur named Jane, didn't you? And I like your dinosaur dress. That's very pretty. Do you like dinosaurs, sweetie? Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite dinosaur?
4: Triceratops.
1: I love Triceratops. Do you like them because they have big horns? hmm I like them very much. What does a Triceratops eat? Do you know? Does it eat meat or plants? Plants. a girl. And how old are you, Jane? Four. You're four? And you already know about Triceratops? hmm That's very good. You're very and
4: smart. I know Three plus three is six.
1: No way. Six. How did you know it was six? <laughs> do you know what two plus two is? Four. You little stinker, I can't believe you got that right. Okay, I'm going to give you a super hard one. You ready? What's one plus one? Two. You little stinker. <laughs> I can't believe you know math. How do you know math so good, you little stinker? Okay, here's how much I know. Three plus three is Seven.
5: <laughs> no.
1: Four plus four is two hundred. Eight. Hey, I wasn't <laughs> even close. I said two hundred. Okay. How do you know your math so well?
4: Vegas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you like Triceratops and I like Triceratops too. Do you think Triceratops was little or big? Big. At a girl, it was very big. Triceratops was big. And here's a question that I've never understood. When a mommy triceratops lays an egg, does the baby inside already have pointy horns, or do you think those grew when it got older? It's a hard question, right? Mm-hmm. What if they had pointy horns, they might poke a hole in the egg, right? Mm-hmm. So I think baby triceratops didn't have horns at all. I think if they did, they were little. But then when they grew up, they got bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. What did they use their horns for? Can you tell me?
4: Protecting.
1: That's a big word for such a kid. Are you sure you're not seventeen? Are you twelve years old?
5: Four. Oh,
1: you're fourteen years old. Oh.
5: No four. Oh,
1: four. Well, I have never met a four-year-old that knows so much about <laughs> science and math. You're very good at math. So you have dinosaurs on your dress. Do you like dinosaurs? Different ones too. Do you like big ones or little ones the best?
4: Beetle
1: and beet. Oh, so you like both. Do you like the ones that eat meat or the ones that eat plants the best? Both. Both? You really like a lot of dinosaurs. Now, when you were in the museum, did you see some of my dinosaurs in there? hmm Were some of them big? hmm Did you see the one? Did you see the head of a T-Rex? T-Rex is amazing, isn't it? What does a T-Rex eat? Meat. Uh, Chicken nuggets. A T-Rex eats chicken nuggets? Does a T-Rex eat chicken nuggets? Yes. What do you mean, yes? (laughs) A T-Rex was amazing. I like T-Rexes. Would you like a pet T-Rex? Uh-huh. What kind of a kid wants a pet T-Rex? That thing would be running all over the house. You'd be like, "Uh, has anybody seen my dinner? And the T-Rex would be like, "Uh, I might have eaten it. (laughs) That is so crazy. And what about your sister? Who is your favorite dinosaur, sweetie? I already said T-Rex. Oh, that's right. She likes T-Rex. What is your What is your name? Tell me your name again, sweetie. Charlotte. Charlotte. So Charlotte likes T-Rexes too. And I like T-Rexes a lot because they're so big.
6: I love T-Rexes.
1: Oh, me too. And why do you like T-Rexes so much, Charlotte? Banana teeth. Because they have teeth that smell like a banana. Wait a minute. (laughs) They have a tooth that smells like a banana? Okay, who said they have a tooth that smells like a banana? I've never heard of a tooth that smells like a banana before. Do they peel their teeth when they eat them? Do they go to the dentist? What do you mean no? You don't think T-Rexes went to the dentist? Uh, Do you think they brush their teeth every night? No. Yeah, they picked up a porcupine and brushed their teeth with it every night? Do you kids think I'm making this stuff up? I'm trying to teach you girls science, and all you're doing is laughing. Well, I'm so glad that you guys like T-Rexes. I like T-Rex. And did you get to see Sue the T-Rex? On TV. You saw it when you were a baby. Oh, so when you were little, you saw Sue. Ah, then you probably don't remember. Sue is a really big T-Rex. She's super big. I like Sue a lot.
4: Dino Dana. Dino Dana was imagining who was
5: burning brown.
1: Oh nice! You know what? I just got the Dino Dana T-Rex in my collection. And it is brown, it has different colors. Yeah, it's cool. I wondered why they made it that color. I didn't know Dino Dana. And what about you, little shrimposaurus Rex? Do you like dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah. How old how old is that little shrimp? <laughs> One? Uh you're only one-year-old? Now, did, did this one drive you here, or did Dad or Mom drive? A one-year-old kid drove a car? What kind of a family is this? You let a one-year-old drive the car? Okay, I don't know about you, but I think this is kind of a bit of craziness. I have never seen crazy kids before in my life until now. Well, I hope you guys, and did you enjoy the, the uh, dinosaur exhibit as well? Yes. What did you guys like the best? What did you see that was interesting? What Triceratops about s- horns. oh, you saw the horns of Triceratops?
4: Mhm. I- and teeth of Triceratops.
1: Oh yes, the Triceratops teeth are amazing. Did you guys see that big Spinosaurus? Mhm. Did you see the Chickenosaurus?
7: <laughs>
1: okay, there's no Chickenosaurus. I made that part up. <laughs> and did you guys each get one of these?
4: No. Uh, <laughs>
1: All right, you little stinkers. You know what? I think we need to go do a drawing to see if maybe you want a t-shirt. Let's go in there and do a drawing. You ready? I I want to
5: do one. I want a toy. We
1: got it. All right. I got very lucky because I happened to see Adrian and Arian come up, and they have both got ankylosaurs. Boys, how are you doing? Good, good. Do you guys like dinosaurs? Yes. Ooh, do you have a favorite? Who do you like the best?
5: Oh, in Jurassic World, I like the Indominus as the best, and um, I actually like the T Rex mostly, and I also like Blue. Oh. I like Blue. Um. Uh. I think the Indominus too, and then the T Rex.
1: Now, when when only. in in that fight with Indominus Rex and T Rex, at the end of that fight, when that Mosasaur came out of the water and grabbed him. Did that scare you guys, or were you like, yes?
5: Uh, well, at first, Agent had a toy T-Rex, and then I had a toy and Dominus, so Agent was, like, cheering for T T-Rex, and he was like, yes, and then I started crying for a little bit. Oh,
1: because like, he ate your favorite.
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a and rip. And then, and then I'll Agent the gave that T-Rex to me, because we had another T-Rex that he wanted instead, so, um... And then all of a sudden we broke that T-Rex, and now Mommy had to give it away. And then we broke the Indominus head, too, so we got super colossal Indominus. And then we don't have... Well, we have one T-Rex now. Right.
1: That is so cool. And you are 100% boys if you break your dinosaurs.
5: Uh,
1: I would break my dinosaurs all the time.
5: Do you have dinosaur fossils?
1: I do. I do. I dig them up. Would you two like to go with me and dig up a dinosaur one day? (laughs) It is like crazy hard work, but it is so much fun. But I enjoy it a lot. It's cool. So you like a lot of carnivores, but you have with you some of the ankylosaurs. Do you like these guys too?
5: Yeah, Yeah. I like Bumpy because he's from Cretaceous. He's kind of cute and awesome. She's as an adult. She was. She's she's a baby. Oh,
1: so that's a baby one.
5: Yeah, this no. This is like this is kid. This is um kid.
1: Oh! Mommy oh! A
5: baby, and then kid, and then adult. Oh, how this cool is that? From
1: I like that. I like these big, these big shoulder spines. Those things are amazing. What were those for? Uh, I
5: think I um, well, dig for um, um, scaring prey. My opinion is because we have a Lego Jurassic World game And um, we can fight with the dinosaurs And we're an ankylosaurus And it could roll over as a fight So I think those spikes are like for when it rolls over It can spike other dinosaurs
1: Ooh, that's very good Yeah,
5: like this
1: Oh yeah Yeah, and that tail club on your baby Or on the little ankylosaurus That still would be a good weapon against meat eaters, right? Yeah So it's so cool So when did you guys like dinosaurs? From when you were little? Or did you start liking them just not too long ago?
5: Uh, we we did like them for when we were ago. little, and then when I was... We started I was liking solar system stuff first, and then we moved on to Bible stuff, no, we, and then we moved on to dinosaurs.
1: Wow, we so played. solar system. So, tell me the name of a planet, not Earth. Tell me another planet name.
5: Uh, Saturn.
1: Saturn, that's Jupiter. very good. Jupiter. Jupiter. And um, What else?
5: I think... Uh, uh,
1: Mars.
5: Uranus?
1: Uranus, actually. done.
5: <laughs> Uh, Venus. Venus? In the you, side of side planet.
1: You guys are amazing. What's the biggest planet in our solar system? Oh, Jupiter! Oh, you little cheaters, I can't believe you got that. All right, what is a planet that has a ring around it?
5: Uh, Saturn.
1: Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, how did you know that? Okay, um, what is the planet that is red in color? Yeah, Mars. Okay, you little stinkers are cheating. How did you know the answers to those? <laughs> You little cheaters, I can't believe it You two I thought I was going to win this contest These kids are cheating
5: <laughs>
1: I cannot believe it Okay, well here are all the planets that I know uh, The moon
5: That's, that's not, moon a not a planet That's a, That's not a planet
1: You it's just embarrassed me in front of all these listeners By telling me that the moon isn't a planet No, it's the
5: not moon planet. is a moon not a planet. It's, a satellite. Uh, okay. it's a satellite
1: Then the other planet I like Is Haley's Comet what are you talking? I'm older than you. I should know more than you two. <laughs> no,
5: you do, no. Uh,
1: no, I no know more. more than you two.
5: <laughs> no, you should not the no
1: one. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, the sun is a planet?
5: No, it's <laughs> no. a star. It's a star.
1: What's a star? No, I'm a star. I'm a no, star. No, you're you not much. a star. Do you say I'm <laughs> no, as hot as the sun? Ooh <laughs> la la. I'm as hot as the sun. <laughs>
5: no, you're
1: not. Woo, I'm hot. Yeah, you are not. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, so the you theory. guys know a lot about solar system. Then you studied the Bible, which is very good. I'm proud of you. And then you got interested in dinosaurs. So...
5: We never went to a real museum, but we have seen real fossils of dinosaurs on TV.
1: Night. Well, guess what? Today you're going to see real dinosaur bones. I've got some bones in there that are so cool. I've got a T-Rex. <gasps> I've got a Spinosaurus. Mm. I've got a dinosaur named, Do You Smell Like a Skunkosaurus. <laughs> You did that. What are you and, laughing at? And also, That's and a real dinosaur he, named You Smell Like a Skunk. Look, when you walked up, your mom said they smell like a Skunkosaurus.
5: And also, I um, I used to. Um, I've seen a real scientists, and they said they they haven't found all the bones of a Spinosaurus.
1: Oh, you're right. Good job. I'm very proud of you. You're right. They've never found all the bones of a Spinosaurus, only part of them. So we don't know everything about some dinosaurs because we've never found all the bones.
5: You know about T-Rex? We went to a place and we... Um, um, we... Covered, we I And also we had a tour. Um, we um, saw Carnotaurus and we learned that its fingers, um, that its hands are so small, we learned that its fingers, um, two fingers are made of bone and the, and the other two f- fingers just hang down because they're not bone.
1: Nicely done. What did Carnotaurus do with its you know, little also, arms, it do you know? Nothing.
5: It didn't do anything. Well, it played first, video games. It, no, it did not. It drove first a car. arms were big, but no. it didn't use them. So they it rode a bicycle. I know. No, it did not.
1: It it played the piano.
5: No, it okay. did. You didn't no, know Carnotaurus no, it was played the piano.
1: Are you okay? I so Baryonyx plays the piano.
5: I think it could. A T Rex cannot play the piano.
1: Uh, or a T Rex could eat a piano.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Good. he would eat you too. And I got, and I know that T Rex um could actually swallow a lot, cause um and I learned that I could swallow whole because there's this video that talks about T Rex and um it said that I can bite um. Creatures and throw them in the air and, and catch it and swallow. That's right.
1: That's the way some birds eat. That's very good. You guys are great. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoy the dinosaurs in there. I hope you have a good time. Now, if one of the dinosaurs tries to eat you, you scream and I will run away and get help. Does uh, that sound like a good plan? No.
5: Uh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've heard your podcast. I've heard your podcast of T Rex, and you said um that. And his real name is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Nicely yeah, no, done. No, like that's um, it's a name, but its real name is Tyrant Lizard King. That, wow! And then you told us um that it has like a third. It has two and a half fingers. It has a third little finger.
1: I am so glad that you guys are paying attention. I'm so honored that you guys remembered that. That means the world to me. Because when I record podcasts, I'm by myself in a room and I don't get to talk to the kids. So I'm hoping that everybody enjoys what I'm saying. And the fact that you remember that makes this the perfect day for me. You guys are amazing. Thank you for stopping by, and you can listen to your voice on my next podcast. I will record it probably this week, and you'll hear it at the end of this coming week. And that's
5: why I I used to be drawing pictures of you getting eaten by Spinosaurus.
1: Wait a minute. You drew a picture of me being eaten by a Spinosaurus? No,
5: you did not.
1: You naughty kids better not draw me being eaten by a Spinosaurus. (laughs) I better not be eaten by a Spinosaurus. I think that's a little aunt. Or maybe it's an uncle. Get it? That was hilarious. Thank you, boys. Charlotte. Charlotte, and you are also wearing a beautiful dinosaur dress. I was going to wear a dinosaur dress today, but I didn't have time to put it on. (laughs) I think I would have looked beautiful in a dinosaur dress. (laughs) Don't you think I should wear a dinosaur dress? Okay, what are you laughing about, you little stinker? So, who is your favorite? Now, you said you like T-Rex, right?
5: Yep.
1: Why do you like T-Rex so much?
5: Banana teeth.
1: Oh, because its, its
5: teeth were as big as a banana.
1: That's right. And did T. Rexes eat plants or meat? Meat. Right. They ate Carnivores. meat.
5: Carnivore.
1: It's a carnivore. It ate meat and watermelon and broccoli <laughs> and uh, sandwiches with uh, no cheese because they were lactose intolerant. So. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they just eat
1: meat. You are correct. Now, tell me about their little hands. What do you think they did with their hands? Their hands are so little, right? Yep. What do you think they did with their hands? Any idea? It's hard to guess, isn't it? Um, maybe they drove a car. <laughs> no. Uh, could they ride a bike? Ooh, no. They could ride a- oh, okay. Uh, they could ride a motorcycle, though, right? No. Rode mo- <laughs> okay. Then I'm running out of options. Um, maybe, they, uh, maybe they went fishing with a little tiny fishing pole, and they would catch a fish to... You're saying no to all of these great ideas.
5: They're not true.
1: (laughs) You're absolutely right. So you like T-Rex because of its big teeth, and I like T-Rex because of its big teeth, too. Uh, Do you think they were slow or fast? Slow. They might have been because they were so big, right? Mm -hmm. And they have really big feet. They had really big feet. I wonder what size shoes they wore.
5: They didn't wear shoes.
1: Oh, because they couldn't tie their shoe, right?
5: They couldn't wear. Their feet were way too
1: big. You got that right. Their feet were giant. You're absolutely right. Now, um, now we think that the girl T-Rexes were bigger than the boy T-Rexes. What do you think of that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you why we think that. Because the girls probably had to protect the babies. So they may have been bigger so that they could protect their babies. That may be why. Wouldn't that be cool, though, to see a mommy T-Rex with a baby? Yes. How crazy would that be? All right, I just saw a kid ride by on a Parasaurolophus. Uh, I've never seen a... Yeah, it's cool. Look, it's riding everywhere. Okay, she's driving it like she's crazy. So, yeah, that would be cool to watch a mommy T-Rex. Now, we think that T-Rexes only lay two eggs at a -A 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 time. So maybe they only had two babies at a time.
5: They probably had three.
1: Uh, that may be possible. That's a good That's a good guess.
5: Or and maybe they didn't have eggs at all.
1: Yeah, that's, that's true, and that's a good point. Now, T-Rexes lived in North America. That's where you and I live, right? We live in North America. Where do you live? What city do you live? Do you remember?
5: I used to live in Georgia.
1: In Georgia? Wow. Now, T-Rexes weren't in Georgia, because when T. rex was alive Georgia was under the ocean how crazy is that now in San Antonio we were under the ocean here in San Antonio but T. rexes lived way on the very tip of Texas so T. rexes did live in Texas now here in San Antonio we had a giant meat eater called Acrocanthosaurus have you ever heard of that dinosaur before Acrocanthosaurus is big, really big, not as big as a T-Rex, but the main difference, Acrocanthosaurus had three fingers on each hand, and its arms were longer, longer than a T-Rex. That's cool. It is cool. And it also had kind of like a, it wasn't a sail, but it was kind of like a hump on its back, a ridge, a kind of a raised thing. I don't know why it had it, but it did, but it made it look super cool.
5: I think I saw all its
7: bones before.
1: You know what? In my museum I have the foot of an Acrocanthosaurus. So there's a big foot in there and you can see the picture of what I'm talking about with the kind of the ridge on its back. So if you could travel back in time, which dinosaur would you like to see?
5: Um, plant eaters because I would not like to get in by meat eaters.
1: Oh, uh, that's a very good choice. I agree with you. What about the long necks? Do you like the big long neck dinosaurs?
5: Uh um, my sister used to like the brachiosaurus. Right. I'm kind of just a meat carnivore.
1: So you like the carnivores the best. Yeah, I do too. And I think you're right. If we got to travel back in time, I don't think I would want to meet a pack of raptors, would you? What do you think would happen if we ran into a pack of raptors?
5: If we were very small, they wouldn't see us. But they if we were big, they'd chew us.
1: That's very good. You're absolutely right. I'm so glad. Now, do you have any questions you want to ask about dinosaurs? Mm, I don't know. That's okay. Well, if you do, you let me know. Now, I hope you had fun doing this, and I'm glad you came and did a podcast. Now you're going to be a superstar. Ooh, la, la. (laughs) And so maybe the next time I see you, I'll make sure that I get to wear my dinosaur dress because I will look amazing. Don't you think? (laughs) What are you laughing about, you little stinker? (laughs) All right, sweetie. Thank you so much, honey. Charlotte. Charlotte, and you are also wearing a beautiful dinosaur dress. I was going to wear a dinosaur dress today, but I didn't have time to put it on. I think I would have looked beautiful in a dinosaur dress. Don't you think I should wear a dinosaur dress? Okay, what are you laughing about, you little stinker? So, who is your favorite? Now, you said you like T-Rex, right? Yeah. Why do you like T-Rex so much?
5: Banana teeth.
1: Oh, because its, its
5: teeth were as big as a banana.
1: That's right. And did T. Rexes eat plants or meat? Meat. Right. They ate Carnivores. meat.
5: Carnivores.
1: It's a carnivore. It ate meat and watermelon and broccoli <laughs> and uh, sandwiches with uh, no cheese because they were lactose intolerant. So. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they just eat meat.
1: You are correct. Now, tell me about their little hands. What do you think they did with their hands? Their hands are so little, right? Yep. What do you think they did with their hands any idea it's hard to guess isn't it um, maybe they drove a car <laughs> no uh, could they ride a bike ooh no. they could ride a, uh, okay uh, they could ride a motorcycle though right no. T-rex is mo- <laughs> okay then I'm running out of options um, maybe they uh, maybe they went fishing with a little tiny fishing pole and they would catch a fish to You're saying no to all of these great ideas.
5: They're not true.
1: (laughs) You're absolutely right. So you like T-Rex because of its big teeth, and I like T-Rex because of its big teeth, too. Uh, Do you think they were slow or fast? Slow. They might have been because they were so big, right? Mm -hmm. And they have really big feet. They had really big feet. I wonder what size shoes they wore.
5: They didn't wear shoes.
1: Oh, because they couldn't tie their shoe, right?
5: They couldn't wear. Their feet were way too
1: big. You got that right. Their feet were giant. You're absolutely right. Now, um, now we think that the girl T-Rexes were bigger than the boy T-Rexes. What do you think of that? Uh,
5: I don't know. Yeah,
1: you know, and I'll tell you why we think that. Because the girls probably had to protect the babies. So they may have been bigger so that they could protect their babies. That may be why. Wouldn't that be cool, though, to see a mommy T-Rex with a baby? Yes. How crazy would that be? All right, I just saw a kid ride by on a Parasaurolophus. Uh, I've never seen a... Yeah, it's cool. Look, it's riding everywhere. Okay, she's driving it like she's crazy. So, yeah, that would be cool to watch a mommy T-Rex. Now, we think that T-Rexes only lay two eggs at a time. So maybe they only had two babies at a time.
5: They probably had three.
1: Uh, That may be possible. That's a good good guess.
5: Or maybe they didn't have eggs at all.
1: Yeah, that's that's true, and that's a good point. Now, T-Rex has lived in North America. That's where you and I live, right? We live in North America. Where do you live? What city do you live? Do you remember?
5: I used to live in Georgia.
1: In Georgia, wow. Now, T-Rexes weren't in Georgia because when T-Rex was alive, Georgia was under the ocean. How crazy is that? Now, in San Antonio, we were under the ocean here in San Antonio, but T-Rexes lived way on the very tip of Texas. So, T-Rexes did live in Texas. Now, here in San Antonio, we had a giant meat eater called Acrocanthosaurus. Have you ever heard of that dinosaur before? Acrocanthosaurus is big, really big, not as big as a T-Rex, but the main difference, Acrocanthosaurus had three fingers on each hand, and its arms were longer, longer than a T-Rex. That's cool. It is cool. And it also had kind of like a, it wasn't a sail, but it was kind of like a hump on its back, a ridge, a kind of a raised thing. I don't know why it had it, but it did, but it made it look super cool.
5: I think I saw all its bones before.
1: You know what? In my museum I have the foot of an Acrocanthosaurus. So there's a big foot in there and you can see the picture of what I'm talking about with the kind of the ridge on its back. So if you could travel back in time, which dinosaur would you like to see?
5: Um, plant eaters because I would not like to get in by meat eaters.
1: Oh, uh, that's a very good choice. I agree with you. What about the long necks? Do you like the big long neck dinosaurs?
5: Um my sister used to like the brachiosaurus. Right. I'm kind of just a meat carnivore.
1: So you like the carnivores the best. Yeah, I do too. And I think you're right. If we got to travel back in time, I don't think I would want to meet a pack of raptors, would you? What do you think would happen if we ran into a pack of raptors?
5: If we were very small, they wouldn't see us. But they, if we were big, they'd chew
1: us. That's very good. You're absolutely right. I'm so glad. Now, do you have any questions you want to ask about dinosaurs? Um, I don't know. That's okay. Well, if you do, you let me know. Now, I hope you had fun doing this, and I'm glad you came and did a podcast. Now you're going to be a superstar. Ooh, la, la. And so maybe the next time I see you, I'll make sure that I get to wear my dinosaur dress because I will look amazing. Don't you think?
0: (laughs) What are you laughing about, you little stinker?
1: (laughs) All right, sweetie. Thank you so much, honey.
8: My name is Abel, and I'm nine years old.
1: Nice. Abel, what grade are you going to be in this year?
8: Fifth grade.
1: Fifth. Are you excited about going to the fifth grade or nervous?
8: I'm really nervous. Oh Yeah,
1: everybody is nervous. Now, will you be going to the same school you were in last time? Yeah. So you have all your friends and everything, right? Yeah, the, the one part that I was nervous is when I went to middle school, because it was a different school, and I was very nervous. But then you find out, yeah, it's no big deal. So, do you find dinosaurs interesting as well? Yes. Uh, is there like one in particular that you think is cool?
8: I think it's a triceratops because of their cool, like, shaped horns.
1: I'm gonna move that closer to you. Yeah, I like that too. And, and there's uh, triceratops. There's so many different kinds of ceratopsians, you know, that have all the cool horns. But I like. I think I like triceratops the best this too because it's a big dinosaur. A lot of people don't realize just how big that dinosaur really is. It's it's pretty big. And of course it had its horns. Why do you think it you what do you think it used its horns for?
8: It probably used its horns for um, probably um, defending itself yeah. and trying to get its food when it has to and if a predator tries to attack it while it's getting its food, it will pro- it will use its horns.
1: Very good. I agree completely. I think that's exactly what the horns are for. You had to be, you know, you had to stay away from that dinosaur. If you were a carnivore and you saw that dinosaur, you needed to stay away because, look, that's a very dangerous animal. And so that's cool. Well, I'm glad you like him. That's cool. Now, what kind of stuff do you like to do? Do you like sports? Do you like video games? What do you like to do?
8: I like any sort of video games. Like the most one that I think is my favorite is Roblox. Because it has all types of games. Like, it even has dinosaur games that everyone can play.
1: That's cool. Are you good at video games? I'm really good at video games. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I used to play a video game with my nephews, and I was so terrible, my man just ran in a circle. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just pushing buttons. He was just running in a circle and jumping. He wasn't doing anything else. And so my nephews thought it was funny. I'm like, okay, this is the most boring game in the world. So... You like video games. What about stuff outdoors? Do you like to do outdoor stuff? Do you like sports? What do you What do you do outside?
8: I'm more interested in soccer because one. I told my dad to probably get me in a soccer team here, and he's still thinking about it.
1: Nice. Soccer is a good sport. The only problem with Texas is that it's so hot that when you're playing soccer in the heat, it's it's very difficult to play because it's so hot throughout the day. You can play early in the morning, or sometimes you can play in the evening. But I hope that you do, Just say if you decide to join one, I hope you do, and I hope you like it. Are you good at soccer?
8: Uh, yes, because I won a trophy before whenever I think I was like five or four years old.
1: Nice. So you're a professional then. Well, that's cool. Well, listen, professional soccer player, maybe I'll watch you on TV one day and I'll be like, I interviewed that kid for my podcast. Did you have fun doing this? Yes. Good. A lot. I'm glad. I'm glad you did it. You guys go in and check all the dinosaurs out. If one of them tries to eat you, you boys scream and I will run and get help. Does that sound like a good plan? Yeah. Yeah, I love that plan. That's a perfect plan. All right. Thank you so much, man.
5: Hi, my name is Sharina.
1: And you are eight or nine or 12 or I 19 think. or 62? Uh, you're eight. Eight. Serena, you are eight years old, and do you think dinosaurs are interesting? Yes. Do you have any one that you like in particular, or do you like all of them? Uh,
3: yes, I do.
1: Who do you like the best? I don't know. Oh, it's hard to say.
5: It's a Triceratops.
1: Oh, Triceratops is so cool. Now, I want to talk about these two fossils you've got. What is this first one? What is this thing?
5: It's a roly-poly.
1: It's a trilobite had a girl. And these are some of the first animals that ever lived on Earth that had a hard shell. Before these, everything was kind of like a worms. So this is a very ancient animal. This is one of the earliest animals. It's related to crabs and insects and shrimp. It's a trilobite. And do you remember something I told you about, about it? It has two eyes, but what's that round thing between its eyes?
5: Um, a tummy.
1: How cool is that? And why does it have its tummy on top of its head?
5: Because he can't, um, he can't roll. At a... Guy. He can't roll in the ball.
1: You're so smart. So when danger approached, it would curl up into a ball, right? Yep. And so its tummy is on top of its head so that it could curl up. That's very good. And what is this other thing that you got? got a mosasaur tooth. Mosasaurs are amazing. They were longer than a school bus. Mosasaurs are big And so this is the tooth of a carnivore How do we know that eats meat by, by the, Look at the shape Why do we think it eats meat
5: Because um, the dinosaurs with Like I guess sharp teeth Eat meat And the dinosaurs don't Have uh, sharp teeth Don't eat meat
1: Atta girl What a good job what a, I'm so proud of you That's exactly right If their teeth are sharp They eat meat And if their teeth are flat, they eat plants. You have sharp teeth and flat teeth. What does that mean?
2: Uh, That means we can eat both.
1: There you go. We eat both. Do you know what you call an animal that only eats meat? Do you know what that's called? A carnivore. And an animal that eats plants is called an herbivore. Herbivore. And an animal that eats both is called an omnivore. Tell, say that name for me Ada uh, boy Your little brother's helping What is your little brother's name? Carter. Now is that your brother or is that your husband? Uh, that's your brother, okay, I thought so And these two people with you, are they your children? Because no. they're very large for children Your child is huge Oh, that's your dad Okay, that makes more sense <laughs> So, does your brother like dinosaurs too? Mm-hmm. Does your brother drive you crazy? That's his job You know that, don't you? A brother is supposed to drive a sister crazy. I did that to my sisters. Well, I am so glad that you guys came in, and I'm glad you got these. And I love that trilobite, by the way. That trilobite, and I just told your mom and dad, that is one of the best trilobites that I've seen in a very long time. And I'm glad you got it. So I hope you take care of your fossils. They're very rare, and they're very fragile. So I hope you take care of them. And I hope you take care of that Mosasaur tooth, because that thing is crazy cool. And little brother, do you like dinosaurs? Who's your favorite dinosaur? Big ones or little ones? Big, ones? big ones. He said big ones. And do you like the ones that eat plants or meat? Meat. meat. You're a 100% boy. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys came out. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Did you like the museum? Yep. Did anything eat you? No. Okay, that's good. You know what happens when a kid gets eaten? My insurance goes up. That's a tragedy, my friend. That's a tragedy. Look, that joke's going to be hilarious in about 20 years. <laughs> All right, you guys. What do you want to say, little man? Say something in that microphone. Bye. Now you get stage fright. Hey, thank you guys so much. Say goodbye to everybody. Can you say goodbye? Bye. There you go. Nicely done.
9: Hi. My name's Caden Commander, and I'm eight years old.
1: Caden Commander, eight years old. Where are you from, Caden? Where's home? Uh, Lee Le- Where's that? Is it close to Austin? Close to San Antonio? Longview. Longview! You came a long way, kid. Now, did you drive? Uh, no. Okay, good. How old are you? Eight. And you're driving at eight years old? <laughs> Don't you think you're kind of young to be driving a car at eight years old? I didn't drive. Did you, were your parents sleeping in the back? Mm-mm. Your dad didn't want to drive, right, because he wanted to sleep? All they want to do is sleep, right? Yes. He's like, Caden, here's the keys. Wake me up when we get to San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad, and I'm glad you didn't have a wreck. Caden, first of all, I want to tell you something. Mm -hmm. You gave me a couple of gifts, which were so nice, but the most amazing is you wrote a book for me about my favorite dinosaur, Allosaurus. What made you decide to write a book?
9: Well, uh, we were at the dollar store around our place, and my grandma uh, found these books and they're already put together, so I thought to make one and give you a gift with it.
1: What a ni- You're such a nice young man. I'm so, uh, so grateful. That is such a cool book. I'm going to put that book in my office where I keep all of the cool things I have. And so that book will be there forever. And every time I look at it, I look at that book and go, this was written by Caden, <laughs> a kid who drove his car. All the way from Longview, Texas to San Antonio while his dad slept in the back seat. No. That will be the best part of that book. So, how did you know Allosaurus was my favorite dinosaur?
9: Well, I watched some of your videos and I heard that it was. What? Yours.
1: You watched my video? You sneaky kid? You didn't tell me you were watching my videos.
9: I can't tell you. <laughs>
1: Now, have you listened to any of my podcasts? Do you listen to the podcast? Yes. Oh, nice. Well, you're going to be on one. You're going to be on my podcast. And you are wearing a cool triceratops shirt. That's your favorite dinosaur, right? Triceratops? Yes, sir. Why do you like triceratops so much?
9: Mm, Well, my favorite animal is a rhino, and they're pretty close to a rhino.
1: That is so amazing you say that, because my favorite animal growing up, modern animal were rhinos too cool. so I like triceratops because they kind of reminded me of a rhino that's so cool have you ever seen the skeleton of a, of a triceratops before
9: in a museum
1: yeah they're big aren't they yes they're big I it is my opinion Caden mm-hmm. that even T-Rex wouldn't mess with an adult triceratops mm-hmm. I think they were too well protected yep that's cool so have you ever seen a baby triceratops before no you want to know why? Because why? they've never found a baby Triceratops yet. Yeah. We don't, there's one mystery about them. I wonder, I think that Triceratops is revving up a motorcycle over there. <laughs> you hear? Maybe that's a raptor. There's a raptor on a motorcycle. There's a raptor on a motorcycle. Run, kid! <laughs> <laughs> if a Triceratops comes around the corner riding a motorcycle, I don't know about you, but I'm grabbing my camera and I'm filming that. <laughs> so there's the, the mystery has always been. I wonder if the babies mm-hmm. when they were in the egg, I wonder if triceratopses had horns when they were babies or do you mm-hmm. think those grew later?
9: That's actually a good thought. They could have had like smaller horns.
1: What if they had giant horns in the egg? What would happen if they had big horns?
9: I don't know if they would fit in the egg.
1: There you go. There you go. It's exactly right. You sure you're only 8? Mm-hmm. I think you're 18. You're really 18. Your mom says eight because she doesn't like it that you're already 18. So she's like telling you, no, you're eight, kid. You're eight. That's very, very good. I agree with you. I don't believe that they could even fit in the egg. And if they could, they would probably punch a hole in it, Yeah. which would be a bummer. Yeah. So you had a question that you wanted to ask me. Do you remember what your question was? You have your book with you. By the way, I'm glad that you carry your book with you. That's very, very good because that's where you keep all your field notes. <laughs> That's very good. So what would you like to ask?
9: Mm, Who would win, T-Rex or Spinosaurus?
1: Oh, man. Well, Spinosaurus has the size. Mm -hmm. T-Rex has the power. And even though Spinosaurus is longer, mm-hmm. T-Rex is so much stronger. Mm. So in my opinion, I believe I believe T-Rex is going to win the battle every time because of its powerful jaws. Now, did you see the T-Rex and the Spinosaurus I have in the museum? Have you yes, seen ma'am. those yet? Wasn't that Spinosaurus big? <laughs> yes. That thing is big, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That thing looks like it could eat you and I in one bite. Well, it wouldn't eat me. I'd throw you at it and not run for help. Does that sound like a good plan? I love that plan. That's our new plan, Caden. If a T-Rex attacks, I'm going to throw you at it and I'm going to go for help. You keep it busy until I get back. I like that. Yeah, it's a good plan. What other questions do you have? Do you have another one? Mm. That's a good who would win. I like Mm -hmm. that one.
9: That's mainly the yellow head.
1: All right, I'm going to give you a who would win. Triceratops versus your dad. Who would win?
9: Triceratops.
1: Yeah, way to throw your dad under the bus. Yeah, you just pushed old dad right over. Sorry, Pops. I like Triceratops.
9: Well, if he was in his bus, I bet he could win.
1: Maybe his name could be Tri- Tricerapops. <laughs> yeah, his new name is Tricerapops. That's my bad, my dad, Tricerapops. Yeah, I think Triceratops. So if, if Triceratops was fighting a T-Rex, who do you think would win?
9: Depends, I would say.
1: Ooh, that's a good answer. What would it depend on?
9: Well, T Rex could get it by the neck if it had its chance, but a Triceratops could stab it in the neck or uh, stomach. Nice. Better, easier than a T Rex could. Yeah. He had a better chance of getting it to it.
1: I agree. The one thing that Triceratops is able to do mm-hmm. when you walk on four legs, it's harder to knock you down. Yes. But when you walk on two legs, it's easier to trip, right? Mm -hmm. So Triceratops could probably literally run circles around a T-Rex, and a Mm T-Rex couldn't turn fast enough and might fall down. If Mm -hmm. T-Rex hits the ground, you're right. Triceratops is going to be right there very quickly. Mm -hmm. So that's very—man, you know a lot about Triceratops. You're Mm -hmm. a pretty smart kid. So what grade are you going to be in this year?
9: Well, um I'm— leaving second grade, so right. I'll be in third grade.
1: Nice. Are you going back to the same school?
9: Yes, ma'am.
10: Nice. Yes,
1: That's okay. That's very good. And you have very good manners. I want to tell you something. Good manners are one of the most important things you can have, Caden. When people come to me and ask me about a job... I will only hire them if they have good manners. Ah. So your manners, I'm very proud of you. You should thank mom and dad for teaching you good manners because that's a very important thing. Mm -hmm. Your grades are very important, but your manners are even more important. Ah. So I'm so proud of you that you say yes, sir, and no, sir. That's very good. So you're going into the third grade. Are you nervous about the third grade? Sort of. Yeah, everybody is. Now, do they... Still teach cursive writing in school? Do you know?
9: Well, I think we might have had done it in second grade, but oh, really? COVID that we didn't get
1: to. Do yeah, right. That was tough. Mm-hmm. That was tough. Are you glad the COVID stuff is over, or at least you can start getting out again? <laughs> yes. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because things like this wouldn't be any fun if I was just had a camera and I was showing a picture. Yeah. It's better to have you here <laughs> so you can see them. And you want to know the coolest thing? Mm-hmm. Every day at twelve twenty-two. I have to feed a kid to a T-Rex. Where could I find me a kid? Hmm. Where could I find a kid? A kid named Caden. A way to bail out on it, kid! (laughs) Kid turned around and sacrificed some butter pool. (laughs) You're a smart kid. First you're going to throw your dad under the bus with a triceratops, and now you're letting some poor kid get eaten. You're a pretty sneaky kid. I like the way you think, Caden. I like the way you think. Well, Caden, is there anything you would like to ask me or anything you'd like to say to all the people listening all over the world? Hi. What a nice thing. There, is, there are 95 countries where they listen to this podcast. Cool. So kids are going to hear you in India and China and Africa and all over the world. So Caden wow. says hi. Caden, I wish I could show a picture of the book that you wrote me because it's mm. so cool. And you drew a beautiful picture and you Thanks. gave me a glow in the dark dinosaur. But what was the best Thing you gave me today, mm. orange paper. Oh, that yeah. was the. How did you forget that, kid? <laughs> he put cool, cool orange wrapping paper in there. That was my favorite. Kaden, you are amazing. Any other thing you want to ask me? I did. Okay. Can you think of another one?
9: I got one question. All right. It's once again, who would win, okay. a sarcosuchus or a spinosaurus?
1: Whoa. Why are you giving me some charged ones? Give me an easy one. Like a chicken versus a T-Rex. That's an easy one. Chicken wins every time. Um, wait, a chicken wins against a T-Rex?
9: No, that's right. Who said that? <laughs>
1: Wasn't me. It must have been you. So, Sarcosuchus versus Spinosaurus. Oh, my gosh. Well, the fight's probably going to happen in the water, mm-hmm. right? Fight's going to yeah. be in the water. They're
9: both good swimmers. They're
1: both good swimmers. Sarcosuchus is probably better in the water. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to say the chicken would win. The Wait, chicken. was there a chicken? No. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then we'll go back to yours. Sarcosuchus and Spinosaurus. Wow. Who do you think would win? Well,
9: the Spinosaurus has not a very great bite, but the Sarcosuchus has a little bit better, but the Spinosaurus has large claws.
1: You know what? what? I think I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think the claws are going to be the deciding factor mm. because it can do so much more damage with its claws. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to bite. It can stand back and shred that poor Sarcosuchus. <laughs> yes. Man, what a way to go. Mm-hmm. Sarcosuchus gets, uh, gets to fight a Spinosaurus, and the winner was the chicken. Okay, my little friend. The
9: Spinosaurus.
1: Oh, I thought you said chicken. Who keeps talking about a chicken? Why do you keep bringing up a chicken? What kind of a kid talks about a chicken the whole time? I'm, I'm trying to interview you, and you're talking about chickens. Chicken. Caden, <laughs> you are so much fun. And did you like the museum? Yes. Good. Did anything eat you? No. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, you have to say yet. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you so much, and I love your T-shirt. And Thanks. thank you for the book. That you're was welcome. such a nice thing, and I really like your glow-in-the-dark toy. And thank you for your picture. You were amazing, buddy. Say goodbye to everybody. Bye bye. Boys, tell me your name and how old you guys are. My name is Dostan. And how old are you? Ten. And how? what is your name? Lucian. Lucian, how old are you? Ten. Nicely done. So do you guys like dinosaurs? Yes. Oh, do you have a favorite kind?
0: Um, I like the green Parasaurolophus. Oh,
1: that's cool. I love Parasaurolophus. And who do you like the best?
0: Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh,
1: the king of the dinosaurs. So you like an herbivore and a carnivore. Why do you like Parasaurolophus?
0: Because it's how they communicate.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: Because they communicate with their big horn.
1: Very, that's very and good, they, and I love that.
0: And they drink out of the water that hasn't been touched.
1: Right. That's very cool. And they can talk, that's cool that they use that for communication. And why do you like T-Rex?
5: Because at night they, they can't see, and to, to know their surroundings, they feel the vibrations.
1: Whoa! Nice through their feet. What a smart kid. You guys are amazing. That is so cool. Now, what grade are you guys in?
0: Fifth. We're fifth. officially fifth graders. Are you? Twins. Right? Yeah
1: So fifth grade So are you going to be in sixth grade this year Or are you going to be in fifth grade this year? We're
0: going to be, be in fifth, fifth grade this, grade this year.
1: year Nice What are your favorite subjects in school? What do you like to study?
0: I would say social studies Because you get to look around
1: Right Nice And what is yours? Science Science You, you want to know what my two favorites were? What? what? Lunch and recess <laughs> I was the best lunch kid in the school I'm so glad. And science is amazing. Social studies is amazing. And dinosaurs are amazing. I have a question
0: for you. Yes. Do you remember when you went to Fields
1: Elementary? I remember you too, because when I went to your school, let's see, I think you two were the naughtiest kids in the school. And I remember you both ran out and got in my truck and drove away. And the police chased you all over the city. And you were driving and you were looking out the window screaming, turn left, turn right. I totally remember you and two. he is married. Remember that? Oh, that's right. You were married. Where's your wife, by the way? Did you not bring her? You left your wife at home? I can't believe this kid left his wife at home. I'm why would you leave? First of all, why did you two steal my truck? And second of all, why did you leave your wife at home? Explain to everybody, please.
0: Well, I'm, we, not
3: I, I, I'm not married. I'm only 10. I'm not from Egypt.
0: Ancient Wait a minute. Egypt.
1: What, what do you mean ancient Egypt? How did you know about ancient Egypt?
3: Ancient Egypt, they, people get married very young.
1: Wow. So you're from Egypt? No. And you got married young. Are you a pharaoh?
3: No. I'm none of those things. Oh,
1: okay. But you are married No Oh you were married I actually What happened You seem so happy You got a divorce That's okay It happens to everybody
3: I have this raffle ticket
0: It's from the the one we just did I'm keeping it Because I feel like It's lucky
1: You know what You get to be on a podcast So it is lucky You won Ta-da
0: We're on a podcast right now You're going to be
1: on a podcast Absolutely When you guys Take this card with you That has the information On how to listen to the podcast So you guys Listen to the podcast You'll hear your voices And you'll be like why did he say I was married?
0: I <laughs> well, we didn't know why he's married.
1: That's right. You got married young. Good for you, because you're from Egypt. Now, is your brother from Egypt?
0: No, I'm from China. Oh, you're from China and you're know, from Egypt. I know a little bit of Mandarin. I, you do?
3: I do.
1: I know Mandarin oranges.
3: That's
1: all I know. <laughs> Can you say something in Mandarin? Do you know how to say something in Mandarin? Hoi. What does that mean? car. Nice. No, che
0: means
1: car. Oh, cool. So, hoy. Hoy. Hoy, I'm hot today, kids. And what language can you speak? Egyptian? English. No, no way. You can speak English? Say a word in English. Yo que no español. When I know Spanish. Say a word in English. English. Oh, that's a good one. I got to learn that language one of these days. I hear it's hard to learn. When did you learn English? I've never learned it. I'm going to learn it, though. promise you. I'm going to...
8: I've, I've learned English my whole life.
1: Oh, all eight years while you lived in Egypt and Ten were married. Ten years. Ten years, and when you were married in Egypt. You got married in Egypt, but you learned English.
0: Um, in Egypt, they already
1: know English. Oh, that's true. Guys, you were amazing. Did you like the museum? Yes. yes. What did you like the best? Was there something you thought was interesting?
0: The geodes.
1: Oh, I love geodes. I think geodes are amazing. Have you ever broke open a geode before and seen the crystals? Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. That's neat. Well, I'm glad you guys stopped by, and I'm glad that you lived in Egypt and got married, and I'm glad that you eat mandarin oranges, and that's what I know about you two. You two are going into the ninth grade, and you have a car that you drove by yourself.
0: We don't even have a driving license.
1: Yeah, that's why I can't believe you drive. We're it.
0: also twins, and we're fraternal, and we're both 10.
1: Nice. Well, happy Twins Day. Is there a Twins Day?
0: I think there is, yes. I think there I is. I think it passed.
1: Did it? Well, happy past Twins Day, and I'm glad you guys came by. Thank you, guys. Say goodbye to everybody.
0: Wait, huh? I have one more thing. Yes. Yo que no espanor.
1: Uh, Si, señor. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are amazing. Have a good Bye. day, boys. Bye have been having all kinds of fun out here at the grand opening of my museum out at Trader's Village. And who stops by to see me? My buddy Avi. Avi, how old are you? Nine. Nine years old. And who is your favorite dinosaur?
11: Ooh, tough decision. Ah. Ah.
1: Can you talk into the mic? There you go.
11: Ooh, tough decision. I have to say... I have to say... Ever since I've seen an irritator, that's been pretty much my go-to.
1: Yeah, I, and I got to agree. I think irritator is amazing. I mean, it's a cool story behind its name. But when it, when,
11: uh, when you, a person first said it in, like, a Zoom meeting, I'm like, an irritator. What the heck is
1: that? <laughs> well, it turns out an irritator was a dinosaur that irritated somebody very much.
11: You said irritator, and I, you said irritator and I thought of... Irritating hair.
1: (laughs) Well, it irritated. It absolutely irritated the paleontologists. So they were irritated because the people that tried to dig it up kind of did a horrible job, didn't they? (laughs) So you like Irritator. Do you like, like, the other Spinosauruses as well?
11: Yeah. Baryonyx is a cool one. Yeah,
1: totally. And what did you think of the Spinosaurus skull I had here in the museum? Did you like it?
11: Yeah. Yeah. Dinosaur George had this thing where a group of kids went into the place and I found this hole where a tooth was supposed to be and I stuck it in the hole and said, feel the pain.
1: <laughs> you are, that's right. You were sticking your finger into the jaw socket of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. If he was alive, would you have tried that? No. That's a good plan. <laughs> I, w-
11: I would have been standing still avoiding eye
1: contact. <laughs> I would have been. I would have thrown one of you at it and I would have run away for help. Does that sound like a good plan? I like no. that plan. I think that plan is an excellent plan. That's a good plan for me. I run away and I'm survive and you get eaten. Don't you think that's a good plan? Dinosaur George versus I think that's a good plan.
11: <laughs> Dinosaur George I- versus a T-Rex.
1: <laughs> I do not verse a T-Rex. I would run away from a T-Rex. I would leave you with a T-Rex. That would be the fight of the century. I would be called Chickenosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs>
11: <laughs> and then, and then the, and then the T-Rex sees you and gets you.
1: <laughs> well,
11: because if you run, it's like, oh, look at that. But if I stood still and avoided eye contact, it'd be like, oh, nothing's there. Oh, look, dinosaur drives. <laughs> <him." laughs>
1: so the lesson I learned today is I won't run. I'll just trip you, and I will slowly walk away.
11: No, you just don't move at all. <laughs> Slowly walking away would be like, it's still there. Run. <laughs> Get it. Before it gets away.
1: <laughs> well, I still think that would be a good plan, though, to leave you there and I go for help. I like that plan.
11: Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't It wouldn't be the same if you were in a whole group of dinosaurs.
1: Okay, well, you may be correct. So what about plant eaters? Do you have any favorite plant eaters?
11: I would have to say one of the long necks.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like them, too. Now, do you like, like, you know, Brachiosaurus is real tall, but Diplodocus is long. So do you like the ones that are tall or the ones that are long the best?
11: That's a, that's also a tough decision. I mean, like, long is good, but long and tough is good. But tall and hard to trip is good.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. I would think that Brachiosauruses would be harder to deal with than, like, Diplodocus. I mean, Diplodocus is big, but I think Brachiosauruses would, they're just too powerful. I think they would crush you. You would become Pancakeosaurus if a Brachiosaurus stepped on you. Stop saying Pancakeosaurus. That's a real dinosaur. You never heard of Pancakosaurus? No. Yeah, it's one that got ran over by a truck, and now his name is Pancakosaurus. You didn't know that? No. Oh, uh, yeah. Gallimimus was driving a truck one day, and it ran out of control, and he ran over a Pancakeosaurus.
11: Dang.
1: Okay, yeah, I might have made that up. Now tell me about the things you're holding in your hands. What is that thing?
11: I'm holding a Dunkelosius. What is that? It's the. It's kind of a kind of a sea reptile nice. that may be the extinction of the megalodon Ooh. and i'm also holding i forgot its name
1: ammon ammonite yes. ammonite nicely done so you're holding an ammonite i like ammonites a lot
11: yeah they're cool
1: yeah ammonites are cool now what's cool about where you and i live because we both live in the same city we find ammonites in that part of the state so maybe one day if you're out digging for fossils you might find an ammonite how cool would that be
3: that's pretty
11: cool. And somewhere behind the guy that's holding the blue puppet, there's an ammonite fossil.
1: Uh, there's somebody holding a blue animal behind me?
11: No, the raptor blue.
1: There's a raptor behind me? Yes. Is look. it alive? Yes. Is it moving? Yes. Uh, It's
11: trying to eat you.
1: If you'll excuse me, I'm going to take off running and screaming. Uh, (laughs) I will leave you here, and I'll come back and check on you in about a week. Does that sound good? That sounds great. That's the plan, my friend. I'm going to run for my... Too bad.
11: Owen is right there.
1: Oh, great. So, Owen is here to protect you. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. You brought Owen. (laughs) That's cool. So, um, if you could travel back in time, which would be the dinosaur you would want to see?
11: Tough decisions. It is um, We heard a big and I looked panicked yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Would you like to see a carnivore or herbivore
11: I, I really don't know If I were to travel back in time I would travel back in time on a boat
1: Oh, a boat Kids taking a boat to travel back in time I'm letting you travel back in time And you're picking the vehicle you want to travel in so you want to you want to go in a boat? Uh, what if there's a like or Kronosaurus or Megalodon in the water with you?
11: I would enjoy that very much.
1: Uh, no, you wouldn't, cause you would be lunch.
11: <laughs> Avi, how old no, are you, the buddy? The boat would be lunch. I would be safe, <laughs> and then a Colossus comes along and eats me.
1: <laughs> now, how old are you? Twenty.
11: Nine. I said that already.
1: Yeah, you're twenty nine. Twenty nine years old um that's very good did you drive here yourself do you have your own car good no. for you because you're 29 you probably already have your own car
11: Doug will eat your head
1: okay why am I getting eaten by a Doug Dunkle- why is he how does he survive out of the water I want to know say with that holding, Ammonite
11: I'm holding him
1: oh so they're just holding their breath till you put him back in the water
11: <laughs> Ha ha ha! okay I he actually
1: you. attacked me that thing <laughs> actually attacked me all right Avi listen buddy I hope you enjoy do you like being in the uh patron club Yes. Very good. And I'm getting ready to send out information on our next lessons. So keep an eye out. You'll see what we're going to do. And uh, maybe we'll do a lesson on Dunkelostius. Ooh. Maybe we ought to do a lesson on this dude. Dunkelosteus.
11: Or Ammonite.
1: Or Ammonite. Or an Ammonite riding on the back of a (laughs) Dunkleosteus. So we'll buy a little saddle for Dunkleosteus. All right, little little friend. Thank you so much, Avi. Say hi to all the people listening.
11: Hi, and bye.
1: Okay, that was very good. Thank you, buddy. So if you come to this museum, there is a poster in front of it with a picture of this beautiful young lady who's welcoming everybody to the museum. Well, it turns out that young lady is here right now. Hennessy, how are you doing, kid?
2: I'm doing great all the
1: time. Now, Hennessy, you have been following me for years right you've worked with me at a couple of big museum events you came here and worked in this museum a couple of weekends ago and then you were so important we took your picture and made you the poster you are the poster child of the museum so what what is it about dinosaurs that you like Hennessy
2: I mean there's so much fascination I mean you, you know some people make fun of them like I mean like how is that able to do yeah you can't just make up stuff and say that's the fact
1: right well and i agree i i love i love the fact that there's so many things that we don't know because we don't know everything right but the facts that we do know are incredible and so you every time i talk to you it seems like you always have a different favorite dinosaur who is your favorite today
2: did you have to ask me that? Of course
1: I did. You knew I was going to ask you that. <laughs> uh, Truadon, I know you like Truadon. Alaskan
2: Truadon.
1: Alaskan Truadon. I'm sorry. I got the wrong continent. So you like the Alaskan Truadon. Um, what else? Who else? Concavenator. Concavenator is cool. Now, we just learned about Concavenator in last week's Patreon lesson when we learned about the uh, uh, Carcharodontosaurids. Uh, you know, I'm getting ready to send out our information about our two upcoming lessons. I'm trying to figure out what we want to do. Do you? Do you? What would you like to hear about? Is there something in particular?
2: Well, on the on my past interview, we talked about that truadon lesson and doing the yeah. solo ads and brain tricks.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that. You know what? I probably need to do a truadon. I need to do I need to do a truadon podcast. Maybe I'll do a Truodon podcast. The one I'm doing this next podcast, I'm doing on Coelophysis. Really? Yeah, I'm doing Coelophysis, but I need to do Truodon because that's such an amazing dinosaur. Noah
2: will be happy.
1: Yeah, Noah will go crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no kidding. I think Noah changes favorite dinosaurs as much as you do. Every week, I'm like, Noah, who do you like? Uh, Let's see. Right now, it's 3 o'clock, so I like... uh, Map-a-saurus. I like Maposaurus. Okay, what about tomorrow? I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> and tomorrow gets here, Noah, who do you like? Uh, This time I like Chickenosaurus. <laughs> What's a <That's> Chickenosaurus? <laughs> oh, T Rex, you're exactly right. And by the way, I want you to know that Hennessy and her mom were nice enough to bring me my favorite drink, Dr. Pepper. So I've got to take a drink. Here, sing a song and entertain us while I'm taking a drink.
2: No way. I'm not a singer. You are too. I'm not.
1: Well, you should be. You can sing a song about a T Rex.
2: No way. There
1: once was a T Rex who <laughs> ate my father. It no. was the funniest no. day of my life. No. My dad got eaten by a T Rex. <laughs> no. I was so happy. No. Now I get to stay up late every night. Oh. No. Oh.
2: <laughs> Hopefully, it won't be an outdoor concert like, Sin- like what happened to Cindy Lauper.
1: Oh yeah! Oh you! Oh you! Remember that story, kid? I can't remember. You remember that story? You have the mind, you have the mind of a computer. <laughs> I do too, except for my computer crashes and somebody unplugged it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you like your poster, by the way, with your picture on it? Yes. Does it? Is it feel kind of weird to walk up and see your picture on that poster? That's cool, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, how cool is that? You're going to be there forever. So you'll be the person that greets every person that comes to the museum. You will be the one. How cool is that? Maybe people should ask you for your autograph. Miss, can I please have your autograph?
2: They'll be talking to the poster since I'm not here every day.
1: Oh, that's true. But when they ask you for your autograph, you can say, yes, it's $10 a person. Step right up and I'll start signing everything.
2: <laughs> It'll be free.
1: Oh, okay. That's a good plan. I think that's a good plan. And I'm
2: not a greedy person.
1: They're good for you. Now, last weekend, I saw you at the zoo. You were one of the monkeys that got out of the cage, and they tried to put you back in. You're shaking your head no. Uh, Okay. You were a baby grizzly bear that got out of a cage. Oh, okay. Uh, You were a orangutan who... Okay. You were a kid that was walking around. Oh, I caught you. You were still shaking your head no. (laughs) All right, I want to ask you my favorite question. If you could travel back in time... Which dinosaur would you want to see? You got me thinking hard. I know. That's the trick. What would it be? Ooh, it's a hard one. An Alaskan truodon. That'd be fun to see one, don't you think?
2: I'd see its brain.
1: Ooh, now that would be cool. Uh, Well, it wouldn't be cool for him. (laughs) You'd be like, excuse me, may I borrow your brain for a moment? Sure thing, lady. Here you go. And you're like, "Uh, that thing just handed me its brain. And now it's like, what are you thinking? Oh, excuse me. Let me put your brain back in. Oh, thank you very much, madam. I appreciate you giving me my brain back.
2: (laughs) No, I think I'd probably rather have... Maybe a Majungasaurus.
1: Ooh, that would be fun. That would, that's a good choice. I like that very much. I don't think we've ever done a lesson on Majungasaurus.
2: Nope.
1: We should do one on him.
2: Yeah.
1: It's kind of cool. Yeah.
2: Also, they were—they are so far—they are the only di- dinosaur that we are 100% sure that they are cannibalistic.
1: Yes. Very good. You're absolutely right. It is cannibalistic. That's very good. That means it eats ballistics. Oh. It means it eats cannibals. Oh. If they eat their own species. Oh, that's gross. Oh, would you want to eat your own species? That'd be amazing. (laughs) All right, Hennessy, what do you want to say to all the people all around the world that are hearing your voice? Uh, She just gave me a peace sign that got turned into Tyrannosaurus fingers. (laughs) What exactly is that supposed to be? Peace, (laughs) T-Rex. All right, thank you, Hennessy. I'm glad you stopped by, honey. Bye your name and how old you are.
7: I'm Eli, and I am nine years old.
1: Eli, and you're nine years old. Are you married? Is that your wife? She's beautiful. Congratulations, Eli. How long have you been married, Eli?
7: Zero years.
1: Ze- so you're newlyweds. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. And this, of course, must be your, your where'd your son go? There's your mom. There's your grandmother. She made it. That's good. <laughs> so, Eli, do you like dinosaurs? Yes, I do. That's cool. Now, do you have a favorite kind?
7: Mm-hmm. No, I don't. It's
1: hard I... to choose, isn't it?
7: Yes.
1: Do, now, do you do you think you like the meat eaters better or the plant eaters? I
7: like carnivores better. Oh,
1: nice. And good use of words, by the way. Carnivores is cool. Thank
7: you.
1: So, now, let's look at carnivores. There, of course, are giant ones. They're mediums and they're smalls. Is there any size that you think is interesting?
7: No, I, I like all I like of them. Like all of
1: them. That's very cool. That's I'm excited to hear that. So, little carnivores like Celophysis was probably, I'm not Coelophysus, Compsonathus was probably about that tall. And then, of course, you get to the giant Spinosaurus and Tyrannosaurus rex. Now, did you see the big Spinosaurus and T-Rex skulls in the museum? Yes. Pretty big, weren't they? Yeah. Have you ever seen a Spinosaurus skull before? No. Yeah. I think, uh, i tell you the truth, I think we're the only ones in Texas who have a Spinosaurus skull. I don't, th- I've never seen one at any museums anywhere else. Spinosaurus is amazing because they've got that long skinny nose. So they seem to be better able for catching fish. Whereas Tyrannosaurus Rex, he's probably out there catching other dinosaurs. So I like both of those dinosaurs. I like T-Rex and Spinosaurus because they're just I just find them fascinating. Yeah. That's cool. So what did you think of the T-Rex? Was it wasn't pretty big, wasn't it? Yes, Yeah.
7: It, it was really.
1: Yeah, it's it's creepy to think an animal that big. And you know what's amazing is that dinosaur would have been as tall as the inside of the museum. He would have been that tall. He's a huge animal.
5: That's cool.
1: Yeah, and, and when you see the skulls, you have to remember they were way bigger than that when they were alive because there's no skin or muscle on them. So they actually would have looked way worse than that. Would you like to travel back in time and see one?
7: As long as I don't die, Yes. <laughs>
1: I don't blame you. That's a perfectly good answer. I don't blame you at all. That would be the way I'd want to travel back in time as well. That would be cool. So let me ask you, what kind of stuff do you like to do? Other than dinosaurs, what kind of things do you like? Do you like fishing or do you like outdoors or video games? What do you like to do?
7: I like video games. Are you good? Yes.
1: Ooh, what kind of video games do you play? SpongeBob video game? No. I didn't think so. I don't even think that's a video game. I just said that. What video games are you good at?
7: Um, I play Roblox, and uh, I play Need for Speed Heat.
1: Ooh, that sounds cool. So Need for Speed, are you driving a car? Yes. Do you get to pick your own car? Yes. What car do you like? Most of them. Most of them. That's cool. And so what happens? Do you get points, and do you get to pick better cars later on, or how does it work? Yes.
7: You do races, and then you have to level up to get new cars.
1: Look. There's bubbles flying all over us. We have a bubble attack. Some kid blew bubbles upwind and they drifted down here and tried to attack you and I. So you get to pick on. That sounds like a fun game, actually. That's pretty cool. That's kind of neat. So what grade are you going to be in this year? Fourth. Whoa. So you were in third grade. Now you're in fourth. Yes. Nice. What are your favorite subjects in school? What do you like to study? Math. Are you kidding me? I'm so proud of you. Math was hard for me. So you like math? You want to know what my favorite subject was? Science. Lunch. Oh. Yes, science is correct. That's actually correct. I love science. I love science. And, of course, I still do. And now, now, of course, I study science all the time. You know, studying dinosaurs is a science. And that's kind of cool. But math, I was terrible. So I may have to hire you to come help me whenever I have a math problem.
7: I'm not good at math. I just like math.
1: Really? Okay, I'm going to ask you a math question. What's two plus two? Four. No, it's nine. I can't believe you missed that. Okay, what's three plus three? Six. No, it's 2,000. I can't believe you missed that. Let's one plus one?
8: Two.
1: No, it's 900. Wow, you are terrible at math. I am an expert at math, obviously, and you are terrible at math. Go ahead. Ask me a science question. I'll show you how smart I am. Go ahead. Go ahead. Waiting. Um. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Uh-huh. So you're not going to ask me a science question because you know I'll be right? What? You you're not going to ask me a science question cuz you know I'm going to be perfectly right. Um, I never miss any science questions. I guess so. Ask me how far it is to the moon.
7: How far is it to the moon?
1: I have no idea. Why would you ask me that question? What kind of a kid are you trying to embarrass me on my own podcast? Okay, I have no idea. That was actually very good. So you, uh, you're you good at math, or at least you like math, and that's all that matters is if you like it. Uh, and dinosaurs, you like the carnivores more than the yes. herbivores. Yeah, me too. And, uh, and you like any sizes, so you like big ones or little ones, which I find is fascinating. Yeah. That's cool. Now, if you could have a pet dinosaur, if it stayed little, would you want a pet meat eater?
7: A pet leaf eater? A meat eater. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: Would you want a pet...
7: A baby Triceratops, but not whenever it grows.
1: See, now that's a good choice. That would be a good choice, a baby Triceratops. Of course, even when it grows, it might be kind of fun. You could ride it around. Yeah. Can you imagine if you rode up on a Triceratops on the first day of school? That'd be fun. That would be amazing. People would be like, "Uh, is that kid riding a Triceratops? Hello, everybody. I'm riding my own Triceratops. That'd
7: be cool. (laughs) That would be cool.
1: Well, are you excited about school?
7: Um, I didn't like whenever school ended, Right, but I also do like summer.
1: I understand. I totally get it. Well, it'll be like everything. The summer is always fun, but then when you go back to school, you get to see all your friends and that would be cool. And what is your little sister's doll? Your sister has a doll. What's the doll's name? Frank?
7: Um, actually we just got it today.
1: (laughs) Oh, so she may not even name it. Well, tell her to name it Frank. That's a great name for a girl. Yeah, Frank. I think Frank's a good name. All right, my little man. I hope you enjoyed this. Did you have fun? Yes,
7: I did. Good.
1: Anytime you guys ever come by, come out here and see us, okay? All right. All right. Good job, buddy. Thank you. All right. I have so many friends who I've watched grow up, but my next guest has got to be my favorite. The one, the only Zoe Jane, who is a 39-year-old girl who I have been following since she was born. So now that you're 39, Zoe Jane, how are you? Good Good, and so when did you turn 39? Um, I'm
6: 10, not
1: 39 Oh, so you're 30-10 No, I'm 10 That's 40 You're 40? No You used to be 39, what happened?
6: I'm 10
1: I don't get it, a year ago you were 39 Now you're telling me you're 40? I don't understand how that works (laughs) Wait, 39 plus one year? Yeah, that equals 39 Good job Okay, (laughs) so you're 39 Zoe, what grade are you going into now? Fifth Fifth Did you get kicked out of school this year? No Oh, okay, I'm just checking, (laughs) I don't know um so what is your favorite subject in school?
6: Science.
1: Really? But you also are an amazing dancer, aren't you? Mhm. How long have you been dancing?
6: Um 8 years.
1: What kind of dance do you do?
6: Um hip hop.
1: Really? Uh, I danced one time. I was standing in a nest of fire ants, and when they started stinging me, I started dancing. I was amazing. I was doing hip-hop. I hopped, and I broke my hip. That's how the name came. Hip-hop means I broke my hip when I was hopping. So congratulations. So Zoe Jane broke her hip while dancing with a group of fire ants. That's what I know about you now, child. So, <laughs> so you enjoy dancing, and you enjoy school, and you like science, which is cool. That's very good. So are you excited about going to the next grade? Yes. That's cool. And you're in the same school, right? Yes. So all of your friends that you have will be graduating with you. Yes. Very, very (laughs) cool. Now, you also spend a lot of time at the San Antonio Zoo. Is that right? Yes. Do you live there? No. Are you a monkey? No. Did you get out of your cage? <laughs> no. Did you make a key and sneak out of your cage? No. So Zoe Jane is a monkey that escaped from the San Antonio Zoo. She's forty years old and dances whenever she stands in a fire ant mound. Well, that's great. I know <laughs> so much about you now, Chot. So what do you do at the zoo? You were just in a uh, like a, a summer camp, right? Yes. That. What kind of stuff did you do?
6: Um, we saw the giraffes.
1: Cool. What happens when a giraffe gets a sore throat? I don't know. Me neither. I just thought I'd ask that. So, <laughs> so well, go we'll think about it. Wouldn't that be terrible? I've got a sore throat. Wow, that's a big job, buddy. So you got to see the giraffes? Did you yes. get to uh, go swimming with the piranhas? No, there's
6: no piranhas. Oh, what piranhas. a bummer.
1: Oh, did you go swimming with the crocodiles?
6: No. Oh, I got to a... saw them. I got to see them now.
1: You saw a crocodile? Yes. You took a saw and cut a crocodile in half? No. Or oh, are you like a magician? When you sawed it in half, did you move it and then put it back together? And the no. audience went, that was amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you're confusing me completely. I had no idea they let you saw a crocodile in half at the San Antonio Zoo. I guess I'll have to go there one day with my own saw. <laughs> Bring out the crocodile. <laughs> Your dad will be like, arrest that man. <laughs> So that's so cool. So did you have fun at the camp, though? Yes. That's so cool. That's neat. And and so did you get to go behind the scenes and see stuff?
6: Yes. I went behind the scenes in a fish aquarium.
1: Oh, now that's cool. So now they have sharks, right? Do they have sharks there at the zoo? No. Scene? Oh, what a rip. Uh, so when you went to the aquarium, did you take a fishing pole and go fishing? No. Oh, good, because they don't like that very much. Yeah, I got thrown out the last time I went to the zoo. I walked in with a fishing pole. What are you doing? Going to the aquarium. Hello. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what is your favorite animal at the zoo?
6: Um, Probably the cassowary.
1: Why do you like cassowary? (laughs)
6: Because it's related to the raptor.
1: Look at you. (laughs) I knew it. I knew you would figure out how to make this the perfect interview. You're absolutely right. It is related. Now, do you think people get in the pin with the cassowary? No. Why not?
6: Cuz it's too dangerous.
1: Isn't that amazing? Who would have thought that a bird would be a dangerous animal? How does it what does it do to defend itself?
6: Um it has a ra- it has a raptor killing claw.
1: Right. Right, and it and can it, kick, right?
6: It jumps in the air and kicks. God.
1: <laughs> can you imagine you come out of the cage like what happened? That big chicken just attacked me, uh, sir. That was not a chicken. Well, what was it? It was a cassowary. Well, I don't care what its name was. It tried to kill me. So I was attacked by a chicken when I went to the zoo. <laughs> so what about dinosaurs? Do you still like dinosaurs? Yes. Do you have a favorite?
6: Um, probably the Velociraptor. Oh, what a cool
1: dinosaur. I like velociraptors a lot. Velociraptors are amazing because, as a matter of fact, there's one behind you that's getting ready to eat you. (laughs) Oh, that's blue. Okay, that thing is trying to eat you. That's creepy. I had no idea that a Velociraptor was going to actually eat you today. Could have been worse. It could have been a cassowary. We could have brought a cassowary out here on a stick. Everybody run. It's a cassowary. That's too cool. So, Zoe Jane, how long have I known you from when you were tiny? Yeah. Yeah, I remember when you were real little, uh, and I've watched you grow up, and I'm so proud of you, Zoe Jane. You're such a good kid, and I'm so proud of, of who you became, and every time I read about you on your mom's Facebook page, I always say the same thing. That's a rotten kid. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. What I meant was uh, just so nice. I can't believe I said that out loud. I need to work on that a little bit because sometimes I just say whatever I'm thinking. <laughs> Zoe Jane, this podcast is listened by people in 95 countries across the world. What would you like to say to kids all over the world?
6: Um, just, like, achieve your dreams
1: nice what a great message you're such a good girl thank you zoe jane thank you so much sweetie all right tell me your name owen owen wait weren't you in jurassic world no. are you owen that worked with the dinosaurs i saw you in jurassic mm-hmm. world you look taller on tv but that's quite okay mm-hmm. so owen how long have you worked with raptors all your life
5: um
1: zero years Z- <laughs> oh so you're not that owen okay you're the other one owen where are you from um, Dallas. Dallas, and you came all the way here today to see my museum. Yeah. That is so cool. Now, do you like the podcast? Yes. What? Which one has been your favorite? Did you? When, did you like one um, better than others?
5: I liked. Um, I can't really decide, but. Um, Um, my brother likes the, um,
1: um, ankylosaurus one. Oh, right. I like ankylosaurus. Of course, allosaurus is my favorite dinosaur. Who is your favorite? Do you have a favorite dinosaur? Um, yes. Who do you like?
5: Um, carnotaurus and,
1: um, ankylosaurus. Love carnotaurus. Love ankylosaurus. I don't, have I done a carnotaurus podcast? Yeah, yeah. I did? Okay, good. I'm glad you remember because I can't remember anything. I should put you on the payroll and your job is to remind me what I'm talking about. Yeah. So you like Carnotaurus and Ankylosaurus. What is it about Carnotaurus that you like? Um,
5: I like how he has the horns.
1: Yeah. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. And he's got those tiny little arms. It's almost like the arms started going away. Like yeah. they didn't, they didn't need him anymore, but I love the horns on his head. Yeah. I wish I had, I have a Carnotaurus skull in my collection, but not here, but I need to bring it out here because it is such a cool looking animal. Yeah. Now, did you get to see any of the fossils in there? Yeah. What did you like? Which one?
5: Um, I like that um, claw, that Therizinosaurus
1: claw. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I like Therizinosaurus too. And that's an amazing claw. When you think of the size of the dinosaur, that's a big dude. So I like Therizinosaurus a lot So you're going to be here in San Antonio Are you going to do anything else here? What else are you doing today? Um,
5: We're going um, to a park um, Where um, you can see dinosaur tracks
1: Oh yeah baby that's probably going to be Acrocanthosaurus tracks. Yeah. If it's a meat eater, it's probably Acrocanthosaurus. Yeah. So that's really cool. acro I love Acrocanthosaurus. In fact, I have a foot in there of an Acrocanthosaurus. Oh, yeah,
5: I saw that
1: foot. Nice! Yeah, so if you see footprints that have the three toes that have sharp-looking claws, that's going to be Acrocanthosaurus. Yeah. So you can say, uh, old school, I've seen the foot, thank you very much. Yeah. That's cool. So, um... So you have two favorite dinosaurs, which is really kind of cool. I like them as well. What about raptors? Do you like raptors? Oh,
5: yeah. I love raptors. Oh, man. Oh, and I was going to ask you, yeah. um, um, could you um, do a podcast on, um, um, I, I think it's Velcroptor? I think so. Let me um, check my notebook, notebook.
1: Okay. Check your notebook and see. That's perfectly fine. Oh, you have a whole dinosaur notebook. Hey, what a cool thing.
5: Right here. Um, All right. Oh, um, yeah, it's Velcro.
1: Uh, i okay. right. I'm gonna have to look him up. I'm gonna have to look it up and see what it is. And then
5: I have another question. All right. Can you um do a lesson on um, for my birthday on um on November 11th, the week before my birthday?
1: November 11th. And what lesson would you like to learn?
5: Um, how about one on
8: Carnotaurus?
1: You know, that's a good one. I don't think we've done a lesson on Carnotaurus. I think we need to do a Carnotaurus yeah. lesson. In fact, we should do a lesson on Abellosaurus, because that's the family Carnotaurus belongs to. So I think there's Carnotaurus and Abelissaurus and uh, who else? Oh um, uh, my gosh, Majungasaurus. I think those are all members of that family. So maybe we should do a lesson on that whole family so we can talk about a bunch. But I love Carnotaurus. Yeah. So November is your birthday. How old are you going to be? 30? Um,
5: I'm going to be um, 7.
1: 37. Wow. You're very old. 37. Now, do you have a job? Are no. you married? Where's no. your wife? No. Left her at home? Why did you leave your wife at home, child? You're 37 years yes. old. Do you still live with your parents?
4: Um, no. um, yes.
1: You're 37 and you still live with your parents. You should get out and get your own apartment, child. All right, my friend. Well, listen, do you have any other questions you want to ask me? Um, nope. What about a who would win? Do you have any who would wins? Oh,
5: yeah. All right, tell me I, one. I've been coming up with a lot. Um, um, Velociraptor versus Carnotaurus.
1: Oh, I like that one a lot. Well, Velociraptor has the speed, right? Yeah. Velociraptor has the weapons, but Carnotaurus has the power. Yeah. If Carnotaurus can ever get his jaws on that Velociraptor, game over. I don't think he could. I think Velociraptor's too fast, I think Velociraptor is going to be able to stay out of the way, and I think Velociraptor could literally run up the leg onto the back of Carnotaurus, and that's it for Carnotaurus. I think—I don't know though. Man, yeah, Carnotaurus he, is powerful.
5: He, he might be able to shake him off.
1: That's a good point. And Carnotaurus has body armor, pieces of bone in its back to protect him So I think Carnotaurus would be able to—I don't know, man. That'd be a—that would be a crazy challenge. Yeah, the, I watched the.
5: Called Dino King, right where um, where um, this T Rex um stomps on raptors, and right, and he um bites
1: them and throws them up in the air. Oh, yeah, and he could do that too. Yeah, well, Owen, the man who teaches Blue how to be a good raptor, uh, the 37 year old Mary Child, it's been fun talking to you. I hope you keep listening to the podcast, and I'll make sure this one gets on a future podcast. How does that sound? Good. All right. Do you want to say anything to everybody before we go?
8: Yeah.
5: Bye.
2: How would you like to be interviewed on a future podcast episode? Well, now you can become a Tyrannosaurus member of our Patreon club and you might be chosen for an interview with Dinosaur George. Visit dinosaurgeorge.com to join the club. And now let's meet a Tyrannosaurus club member.
1: Well, when you become a T-Rex member of the Tyrannosaurus or a Tyrannosaurus member of the Patreon club, your name gets put onto this big spinning wheel And we spin the wheel, and whosever name it lands on, that's who gets to be interviewed. And lucky enough for us, my young friend Sean, your name came up on the wheel. So, Sean, how are you doing, buddy?
10: I'm doing fine. How are you?
1: I'm very good. Now, Sean, where do you live?
10: I live in Toronto, Canada.
1: Wow. Is the weather nice up there, or is it really hot for you?
10: It's hot, but today's raining.
1: Ah. So that cools it down. I love Canada. I love your country very much. Have you ever been to the United States before? I have. Ah, nice. Well, my favorite thing about Canada is the Royal Terrell Museum uh, in Drumheller. Have you ever had a chance to go there? Um, I haven't. Now, you live in a very large country, so I understand it's not like you can just jump in a car and drive a couple of hours it's a long way i hope one day you will get to go because it's a it's a wonderful museum and it's beautiful so sean uh tell me about your family uh do you have any brothers or sisters i don't you don't so you are the king of the family right i don't know (laughs) i i'm sure you are the boss in your family so before we talk about dinosaurs Let's talk about things that you like to do. What kind of things do you enjoy doing? Do you like music? Do you like sports? Do you like video games? What do you like to do?
10: So, sometimes I read books and I also read books about dinosaurs. Oh. And I also listen to a podcast when a new one comes. Oh, good.
1: I'm glad. Well, I'm glad. Well, you know what? It's going to be strange when you listen to a podcast and you hear your own voice on it. I bet that's going to sound kind of strange to you. That's good. And I'm glad you're a good reader. You know, Sean, watching shows about dinosaurs is fun. I enjoy it. But when you read, your brain keeps all that information much better. So when you read about dinosaurs, I think it helps you understand more things and remember more things. So you like to read about dinosaurs. So do you have a favorite dinosaur?
10: So my most favorite dinosaur is Ankylosaurus because it has a tail club.
1: Oh nice. Yeah, those clubs now. You know in in Canada you had Euoplocephalus which is a cousin of Ankylosaurus and it also has a tail club and those dinosaurs are fascinating because of the body armor. You know what I mean by body armor, right? Yeah, the the pieces of bone that kind of cover its back. So I think When an ankylosaurus reached adult size, that means the big, you know, once it become big. I don't know if any predator could actually bother them. Do you think there were any predators that could maybe could attack a a full grown ankylosaurus? I don't think so. I agree with you. I think you're right because even Tyrannosaurus rex, I don't think it would have the power to bite through the the armor. And even if it did have the power. I don't know if its teeth would survive. I think it would break its teeth off. And so I think once ankylosaurs got to full size. They were, they were probably. They didn't have to worry about anything. Now looking at the body of an ankylosaurus. Do you think that was a fast dinosaur? Or slow?
10: A slow dinosaur?
1: Yeah I agree with you. I agree with you completely. But of course. If you're wearing a suit of armor, you don't have to be fast, right? You don't have to worry about running away from danger. I wonder what would happen, though, Sean, if, let's say, it was traveling and it got to a river and it had to cross the river. This is the mystery that I don't understand, but I'd like to know what you think. Do you think ankylosaurs could swim? Do you think they could float like a boat? Or do you think they would hold their breath and walk under the... under the? uh, underwater until they got to the shore. What do you think they would do if they got to walk?
10: I, I think they hold their breath and go underwater because if they were floating, it would be pretty heavy, so it would be hard.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. And I think you may be right. I think they would look at the river and they would figure out, if I hold my breath and I walk, can I hold my breath long enough to get to the other side? Well, they had very big lungs, so they could probably hold their breath pretty well. It would be interesting to see an ankylosaur swimming. I've always thought that would be. And then, of course, that club. The club is amazing. Have you ever had the chance to see a skeleton of an ankylosaur in a museum anywhere? No. Would you like to? Yes. That would be pretty crazy. Have you ever gotten to go to any dinosaur museums before?
10: I think I have gone to the Royal Ontario Museum.
1: Nice. That's very good. That's very good. You know, I'll tell you another really nice museum is in Alberta at the, uh, I think it's Alberta University. I think that's that's the name of the school or the University of Alberta. It's one of those two. Uh, But I had the chance to go walk through there and look at their collection and it's magnificent. It's beautiful. And if I remember correctly, didn't they find some kind of ankylosaur somewhere in Canada that was like perfect? And it was like mummified. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, they found an ankylosaur. Now, it wasn't ankylosaurus. It was, I think it might have been an Edmontonia. I don't remember for sure. But Sean, this, this dinosaur was so well preserved. It was almost like it was mummified. Like, you could see every single thing. It was fantastic. And I just, I love ankylosaurs. So that would be your number one favorite. Do you have a second favorite dinosaur?
10: So my second favorite dinosaur, I like Archaeopteryx a lot,
1: too. Nice! Why do you like Archaeopteryx?
10: Because even it's a dinosaur, it can still fly.
1: Yes, nicely done. You know... Of course, you know that today, scientists classify birds as dinosaurs. You know that, right? Birds are dinosaurs. But it was Archaeopteryx, I think, that made them really start to pay attention and say, look, this thing, some scientists said, that's a bird. And other scientists said, no, that's a little theropod. That's a meat-eating dinosaur. And they were both right. So Archaeopteryx is a very important fossil. Um, Probably next to Archaeopteryx, Deinonychus. Do you know who Deinonychus is? Or you might pronounce it Deinonychus, the raptor. Do you know who that is? No. Deinonychus is a a member of the raptor family. And back in the 1960s, when I was just a little baby.
10: Oh, um, I think I knew it.
1: Yes, nice. They realized, the people that study that said, this thing is like a bird. Dinosaurs are not slow-moving, cold-blooded lizards. These things are fast, and they look and act like birds. And so Archaeopteryx and Deinonychus were both, both very important because they helped scientists look at things uh, differently. Instead of thinking them as, as being cold-blooded lizards, we now think of them as being more bird-like, at least the meat-eaters. So, right now, so many people are talking about the new discoveries of, of dinosaurs with feathers. But the, so far, it looks like they're all meat eaters. Do you think any plant-eating dinosaur would have feathers? Uh, I don't know yet. Yeah, that's, that's a tough question, isn't it? I mean, I don't know why an ankylosaurus would need feathers. It wouldn't need them to stay warm. It probably had no problem staying warm. And it certainly wasn't flying around. I don't think there was a flying ankylosaurus to you. That would look a little crazy, wouldn't it? (laughs) So I think you're right. I think that probably the plant eaters probably didn't have feathers. So now what grade are you in in school? So I'm
10: almost grade three. Now I'm in grade two. Nice.
1: Nice. Nice. So when you start the new school year, you'll be in grade three, right? Are you excited about moving into the third grade? I am excited. Very good. And do you get good grades? Are are your grades good?
10: Most of the time, I get 100%.
1: I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, Sean. Good for you. What is your favorite subject in school? What do you like the best? So I like gym the most. Really? You like gym? That's exciting. So, um, do you enjoy sports or do you just like some of the stuff you do in gym class?
10: I like both sports and some of the stuff I do at gym class.
1: Nice. What is your favorite sport?
10: I like to run and I also like to play soccer.
1: Whoa. Are you good at soccer?
10: I'm like the same as my dad and my dad is actually pretty good.
1: Very good. Good for you. And are you fast?
10: Uh, so, in my class, I am the second fastest.
1: Nice! Oh, that's so exciting! So you're kind of like a Gallimimus. <laughs> I don't think you're a Gallimimus, but you're fast like a Gallimimus. So maybe I should change your name to Seanamimus. I don't know. Is that a good name for you?
10: Or you could end it with a raptor, because
1: raptors are pretty fast, too. Whoa, Sean Raptor. Woo, I like that one. Velociana Raptor. Fastest kid in school. Except for one kid's faster. But that's okay. When you go to grade three, you'll be faster than that other kid, and you will be the fastest child in the world.
10: Uh, and when I do a race with him, I'm just one second late.
1: Oh, so you ooh, So you might be able to catch him this next school year. That's exciting. So you're almost the same speed. That's very good. That's good. I'm glad you I am glad that you're a fast runner. I used to be fast when I was younger. I'm not very fast anymore, but what can I do? So do you have any dinosaur toys? Do you like to have dinosaur toys? No, yeah,
10: I have six dinosaur toys.
1: Really? And which one is your favorite of them all? Do you have so this? Well,
10: my most favorite is this one, and the encoderosaurus because it's my most favorite dinosaur.
1: Oh, hey, that's a good one too. That's a great looking dinosaur. I like that one too. That's very cool. What are some? Do you have some of your other ones there? And I have All the dinosaur toys
10: I have. Nice. So this is
1: Augustina. Oh, look at that! Oh, yeah. You know what? Was it in our last meeting, our Patreon meeting, when you held up this Augustina? I showed you
10: three of three of these toys.
1: Right. I love Augustinia. That's an amazing dinosaur.
10: I also showed you this Velociraptor.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember that Velociraptor. I like it because of the colors. Those colors are pretty cool.
10: And the three other ones, and it's this Spinosaurus.
1: Oh, I like Spinosaurus.
10: And this is the toy I got from my friend. It's a Brachiosaurus.
1: Hey, that's kind of cool.
10: That's... And if you push the tail, you can move the head.
1: No way. Can you... Look at that. So you wiggle the tail and his head goes up and down. All right, that's a pretty cool toy.
10: And the third one, I don't know its name, but it's this.
1: That, boy, that sure looks almost like he doesn't have a claw on his foot. So you know what? I wonder if that's Herrerasaurus. Does it have four fingers? Can you see if it has three or four? It has three. And it's not Herrerasaurus. I wonder if that's a Gallimimus or a Struthiomimus. I don't know. It looked kind of neat. That's a that's a cool toy. Whatever it is.
10: And when I was in SK, I got these for someone's
1: birthday. Oh, nice! I like that red color on that uh, spinosaurus. Yeah, I like that spinosaurus.
10: And the bottom is blue.
1: Oh, that's kind of neat. He has a blue bottom.
10: And for this dinosaur, its back is purple and its bottom is white.
1: That is such a neat thing. That's called countershading. And that kind of helps the dinosaur hide. I know that sounds weird because it has a big line down the side. But what it does is if you're hiding by some bushes, the top part of you is dark where the shade is. And the bottom part is light where the ground is. And you kind of blend in. So whoever painted your toys did a very good job. I actually kind of like that. Kind of neat. So what kind of places do you like to go? Uh, do Do you like to go to museums or what do you like to do?
10: I like to go to parks because I get to play with my friends.
1: Nice. Nice. I enjoy parks too. Now, are you able to, um, have they opened up your country? Are you able to get out and play with your friends again? Yeah. Good. That's good. That's exciting. So when you play in the park, what kind of things do you play? So
10: we sometimes play grounders. What's that? So grounders is a game that, so... So, if you say grounders, the people on the ground will be it.
1: Oh, nice.
10: And if you're on the playground equipment, you will need to close your eyes and find the people.
1: Oh, that sounds like fun. That sounds like a great game. That's, that sounds like a fun game. Do, do any of your friends like dinosaurs?
10: So, William is one of my friends, and he also likes dinosaurs.
1: Good. Good. I'm glad. When I was growing up, I had friends who liked dinosaurs, too. And uh, that's all I liked to play when I was little. And those are the only books that I used to read, Sean, is I read every book on dinosaurs. Do you have dinosaur books at home?
10: So I I have four dinosaur books.
1: Nice. Very, very good. Yeah. Can you show? You can get them for me.
10: Two of these are Daniel dana books because I used to watch the shows.
1: Yeah, Dino Dino is a good show. It's still a good show. I like that. That's kind of neat. And and this is
10: another book.
1: Oh, that's a good one. My Encyclopedia Very Important Dinosaurs. Uh, oh, look at the look at the ankylosaurus on the cover. No wonder you like that is one. That with your Procephalus? Oh, is it? Ah, oh, it could have been. It could have and been.
10: And this is the first dinosaur book I got.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's by DK. That's a good book. That's a very good dinosaur book. And
10: I also made some of my own dinosaur
1: books. You made your own dinosaur book. That's Triceratops. How exciting is that? And I
10: also made a sauropilter book because it's my dad's most favorite dinosaur. No kidding!
1: What a. Now, when you write a book, tell me what you do. You drew a picture of the animal on the cover, do you write facts about it? So
10: I read facts, and I sometimes give sizes of them.
1: Nice. Well, it sounds like a great book. You ought to make those and start selling them at your school. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> Excuse me. You could become an author. That's very, that's very and, exciting.
10: And my mom's most favorite dinosaur was used to be T-Rex, but now it's Stegosaurus. Ah,
1: so she went from a giant meat eater to a super cool plant eater. I like Stegosaurus too. I think Stegosaurus is amazing. I, you know, when I was little, and I still love Allosaurus. That's my favorite. But then I started reading about the Ankylosaurs, like Gastonia, and Cycania and Euoplocephalus, and uh, Minmi, and Polycanthus, and I started really liking them a lot because they're so cool, and they're they're in every country. I you know what? I I wonder, I don't know if there's any ankylosaurs in South America. We have them in North America, Africa, China, Europe, um, Australia, Antarctica. But I don't know if they've ever found any in South America. I wonder why.
10: And, and do you think velociraptors are smart enough to go through ankylosaurus
1: tummy? I don't think so. I'll tell you why, Sean. Ankylosauruses are so well protected. And of course, they have all those spikes sticking out everywhere. If, If raptors tried to get their little claws in between the pieces of body armor or get to the tummy, all ankylosaurus has to do is just squat down, sit down. There is no way a raptor is going to get its arms under it. It can't lift it up. And even if it could, I think ankylosaurus skin is so thick. I don't think raptors could cut deep enough to get to any, like, cause any problems. Like, for instance, if you have a baby kitten that scratches you on the arm, that hurts, but it won't kill you because the scratch doesn't go very deep. That's I don't think Velociraptor, or I don't think any raptor's, could get through ankylosaur. Now, we know that Utahraptor lived with Gastonia, and we find them together a lot, and that probably means Utah Raptor definitely figured out a way to kill Gastonia. But my guess is it only attacked the babies. I don't think it wasted its time on the adults.
10: And in one of the books, I think I, I saw a photo of a Velociraptor and a Protoceratops fighting.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a it's a famous discovery that was made in Mongolia in the desert where they found a velociraptor and protoceratops actually still connected in the middle of their fight. They think what happened is they were fighting in a sand dune, you know, like a hill made of sand. It kind of collapsed and buried them. <coughs> Excuse me, Sean, I've got allergies. I've been coughing all week. And so what happened is that sand buried him. Well, when you look at that skeleton, the Velociraptor's foot claw is up in the stomach area of that Protoceratops. And Protoceratops has the Velociraptor's arm in his mouth. They were fighting. So they definitely, they definitely would have fought. And that probably happened all the time. Raptors have to eat too, and they have to eat animals. So they had to kill them. And that's why your favorite Ankylosaurus has so much protection, because if it has a lot of protection, it, <laughs> it has a better chance of survival. And so I just don't believe raptors would mess around with ankylosaurus. It's sort of like, you know what a porcupine is, right? Okay. Now, ankylosaurus' spines don't get stuck in the animal, but I'm using the porcupine as an example Animals are very careful around porcupines. They're like, I'm not going to mess with that guy because I'm going to get hurt. I believe that's what would happen with theropods, with meat eaters, when they saw a full-grown, healthy ankylosaurus. I just think they said, man, I'm not messing with this thing. You know what I do think, though? I do think that pterosaurs, little flying reptiles, I think pterosaurs probably lived... On the back of an ankylosaurus. They may have even built a nest on their back. Why do you think I think pterosaurs would sit on an ankylosaurus? Why would it want to ride around on an ankylosaurus?
10: So, if danger comes, it will be safe because ankylosaurus has a lot of biomes.
1: Right. And the ankylosaurus gets something out of that. What do you think? Why do you think an ankylosaurus would probably be okay with pterosaurs living on its back? What would because, the pterosaurs do for ankylosaurus?
10: They could clean some stuff
1: on its back. There you go. There you go. They could clean up like little parasites. If they had injuries, they could clean it up. And pterosaurs might have better eyesight than ankylosaurus. And that means the pterosaurs would look for danger. And if the pterosaurs saw danger, maybe they could make noise and fly off. And the ankylosaurus would say, aha, Danger is nearby. I better prepare myself. So that's called a symbiotic relationship where the pterosaurs get free protection, a free house, and maybe a free meal. And the ankylosaur gets a house cleaner and an early warning device. So the next time you think about your ankylosaur, think about it having little pterosaurs landing on its back and using it like its own private little bus. Wouldn't that be neat to see?
10: And which one do you think is stronger, a soropelta or a gastonia?
1: Uh, sorapelta, probably. If I remember correctly, I think sorapelta grows a little bit bigger than gastonia. So I think sorapelta would be a little bit stronger. I believe it is. I think it is. I may have to look at that. I may have to look that up, Sean, and make sure. But my guess is sorapelta. Who do you think is stronger? Do you have a guess? I
5: think...
10: I think both of them will have an equal chance because they both don't have a tail club, but they both have a lot of spikes.
1: Yeah. Nice. Very good. I agree with you. I, I think, I think that's a great, I think that's a great point. That would be interesting though, to see them. I'd love, see, those are the reasons why I started liking the Ankylosaurs as well because the, the ones without the clubs, the Notosaurs, they're just as cool with all of those spikes and all that armor. They're just, they're just such an amazing dinosaur. So let me ask you, Sean, do you enjoy being part of the Patreon Club? I enjoy it. Very good. I'm getting ready to send out information for our next two lessons for July. I haven't figured out what I want to talk teach yet. Is there something you would like to learn about? Is there a lesson you would like to hear?
10: Um, I would
1: like to learn about omnivore dinosaurs. Omnivores. We've never done omnivores. We're going to do an omnivore lesson. I like that a lot. Yeah, because we did an herbivore lesson and a carnivore lesson. Now we need to do an omnivore lesson. That's a great idea. So that's going to be one of them. But you're a T-Rex member, so you get two lessons each month. So now i got to figure out what the next lesson's going to be. Um, have we ever done ankylosaurs before? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think we're going to have to do ankylosaurs. I think that may be the second lesson for July. I'll have to make a note of that and try to do it. Well, Sean, is there anything you would like to say to the children all over the world? Because kids all over the world listen to our podcast. Is there anything you'd like to say to the children listening to you? So have a great summer. That's a great plan. Have a great summer is a great greeting. Sean, yes.
10: And I would have... I'll come from nine o'clock in the morning to four o'clock to four o'clock at my, and the building is next to my dad's office and, and I will have one, one week on July and one week on August.
1: Nice. Very exciting. That's exciting. That's very exciting. Well, I hope you enjoy your, your class. I hope you enjoy it very much. And I hope you've had fun with the interview. Did you have a good time doing this? I Great. All right, my little friend. Sean, thank you so much for, for uh, taking time out to do this interview. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, boy. <laughs> I can't stop coughing. And uh, I'll have to make sure to include uh, this interview in the podcast I'm going to do on coelophysis because you and I talked about coelophysis. So I'm going to include that. So I hope you had a good time, and uh, I hope you have a great summer, and I will see you for our next lesson, okay?
10: Bye.
1: See you, buddy. Oh, what a great interview, Sean. What a good job. So proud of you. You did a great interview. I hope you all enjoyed today's special, special edition podcast. We didn't do any Who Would Wins, and I didn't answer any of the questions, but for all of my patreon members i will make sure to include all of them in the next podcast i hope you guys enjoyed this remember be kind to everybody around you during the summer months practice your reading make sure to practice your reading and always use good manners good manners are some of the most important things if you want to come to work for me You have to make sure to have good manners. Until next time, everybody, see ya.